NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch all your favorite NFL teams out of market Sunday afternoon games all season long. Now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Sign up now. Terms and embargoes apply. to make my knee feel better without surgery. Can physical therapy get you back on the court sooner? Can I shorten my recovery time? Of course. We can find an option that best fits your situation. 
Because at St. Elizabeth, our sports medicine team is here to help you with both non-surgical and physical therapy treatment options to get you back to what you love doing quickly. We understand you have questions, and at St. Elizabeth, we personalize care with answers you need. At Vistaprint, we can get your brand into your customers' hands, or their heads, or their backs, or hands. Hands are good. And just about anywhere else, your customers can remember you. Discover the principalities at Vistaprint.com. Within the pages of a mystical storybook, a tapestry of ever-changing tales unfolds. Welcome to the Chronicles of the Damned, a captivating series that weaves together realms of unimaginable wonders and haunting mysteries. Venture into a world where the very fabric of reality is in flux, where heroes and heroines navigate shifting landscapes and face new perils with each turning of the page. From the darkest corners of horror, to the realms of high fantasy. Each trilogy of episodes reveals a different theme, crafting a unique narrative tapestry. Discover the secrets of ancient civilizations, eldritch powers that defy comprehension, 
and the harrowing depths of the human psyche. Traverse enchanted forests where legends come alive and mythical creatures roam. Ascend towering citadels where power and politics shape the fate of nations. Plunge into the depths of unexplored abysses where the mysteries of the cosmos await your discovery. With every triad of tales, a new chapter unfurls, inviting you to embark on a fresh adventure. Each theme, distinct and captivating, will transport you to a world beyond imagination, where magic and danger entwine. Will you delve into the depths of untold secrets, or ascend to the heights of heroic legend? The choice is yours as you immerse yourself into the boundless possibilities of this ever-evolving storybook. Welcome to Chronicles of the Damned. Hello, and welcome to Dungeons and Magi. We are glad to have you here with us. In the realm of ever-changing tales, welcome to the Chronicles of the Damned. With each session, a new chapter unfolds, revealing wonders and dangers unimagined. Embrace the journey, for heroes will rise, destinies will be written, and the storybook will come alive before your very eyes. Prepare to be enchanted as we venture forth into a world where imagination knows no bounds. I am your story weaver. Let the story begin. Last we left off, the players found themselves all together, minus a few, uh, in what seems to be a modern world. They found items that gave them heroic abilities that gave them costumes and power and things of unimaginable wonders. They found themselves in the world of a comic book. Opening straight up into a battle, fighting off worm snake creatures, weird hybrids, um, and defeating them pretty easily. They got a call from a mysterious voice telling them to go somewhere, and as they arrived, they found what would be their hideouts. They met their friend Caleb was alive. Um, they found out, unfortunately, that Ethan died. I still don't forgive you or Ethan for that. They then explored, found sanctuaries inside, discussed what would happen, and before they could continue alarms. They traveled on their new ship to the place where voids were opening up and battle after battle, brutal battle, wave after wave, defeating the enemies. Out of breath, thinking that they're done, getting ready to leave. And one final portal opens up and out steps a thing known as 
the Titan Shadow Behemoth. A nightmarish, colossal entity of unfathomable, unfathomable power and malevolence. Its form is a grotesque and surreal amalgamation of dark forces embodying the very essence of the multidimensional chaos it has wrought. The creature's presence defies comprehension, its body constantly shifting and evolving, making it impossible to discern a concrete appearance. It stands at a staggering height of approximately 150 feet and possesses a weight that defies the laws of physics as it seems to occupy multiple planes of existence simultaneously. As this thing steps out, that's where we pick up tonight. You guys are seeing this thing 150 feet in the air, stepping out the ground, rumbling and shaking, and you hear almost a Godzilla-like roar with this thing that rattles your bones. Uh, guys, we are in some serious shit right now. Yes, we are. Get off uh, the toilet. Not the time for jokes, Chris. Uh, I mean, level-headedness? Who's, who's the most hurt? Right now. I'm not l- looking. I, I'm, I point to Pam. We're, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're not doing so hot. Um, I just gotta point to her. As I take my hand and attempt to hit myself with a radiant blast. Okay. Um, with that, go ahead. Let's see here. Go ahead and give me. Give me save for the that. Give me a reflex. That's master, so that's a D eight. Don't fail me now, don't fail me now, don't fail me now. Failed. What'd you get? A one. And dice jail is open for business early. Roll you shooting Ben already again? <laughs> Roll damage. Oh shit. Oh god. Two. You take two points of damage. Um, you be- <laughs> blast yourself. This this thing is still moving towards you. It's not fully out of the portal yet. You guys, I will say, you guys each get one action to do before this thing is at you. You've already used yours. I'm gonna right, try. I... <clears throat> what? No, oh, I was gonna try something. But if you, you can go ahead. So, um, what I'm thinking is because the Radiant Grenade healed Pam. Uh-huh. And it would hurt any of us. Correct. Um, ben, yours was Thunderbolt, right? Yes, I Do have, I have any Thunderbolt grenades? Uh, his is more Sonic. Do I have any like, Sonic grenades? Uh, you can check. Um, I'd, I'd say yeah. Um, so his... his I was his is lightning as well, but it's made from sonic energy. Okay. So if ben, you just shot lightning at him, it would probably hurt. But sonic yeah. would help. Okay, Ben, do you trust me? 
Why not? I'm either either you kill me or whatever the hell that thing is. I I walk away. Everybody, back up. Ben, I need you to go by. I I move to uh, uh, somewhere clearly where I'm. There's nobody around me. I really hope this doesn't kill you when I throw the. Wait, what? All right, uh, give me a reflex check. Okay. Unless you were dodging out of the way. No, no. Five out of ten. That succeeds. Roll damage. Four out of six. A new husband. You gain four health. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. So you. And you hear. And Ben, you feel it hits you. You kind of stagger back. Oh. And you kind of feel this resurgence, like some of your bones resetting. You all hear the loud pops of bones resetting. Oh, that felt good. Okay. Um, who would everybody else's be? So, okay. So anybody else? Shadow one, and then who would? So that's your that's your action before this thing comes. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out ahead of time. Um, Carl would be Shadow. And what would Chris be? Um, and uh, then... Psychic? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'd say. Um, alright. Or like Arcane. Ben, you want to do anything before this thing comes? Um, I had an idea to use some of my powers kind of like what Pam did on mine and try and like, not lightning, but like Reverberations. Yeah, reverberations on me. Are you uh, gonna purr? Strength. Strength. Yeah, you gotta. Are purr. you gonna? Purr? He's gonna purr. I can't purr. Can't do it right now. Seven out of eight. Okay. Nice. Roll damage. Better than I did. One. <laughs> one oh. health. <laughs> but if you're at full health, then you gain an armor. Okay. I doubt you're a full health. Uh, what? I forget what my... That would be 22 because we got the same one. Okay, well, now it's 23 because it was... It was at 22 before? Because that was, I, I factored in with Elliot or he gave me because he gave me four because so, it was at 18. Which brings you to 22. And now I had one, which is 23. But you, your max is 22. Oh, I thought it was something else. So. Your max is 22, so give yourself a point of armor. Okay. Got which one All right, Chris, anything you want to do before this thing? You got one action. Knowing that this thing's a giant thing, I'm going to turn into, well, they're going to hate it, the giant wolf. Okay. Okay. I like the wolf. So, so <laughs> breaks into a lar- the largest wolf you've ever seen. Oh. Um, oh, Kara. Oh. One thing before the thing attacks. Um, I am actually going to go invisible. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, I need everybody to roll initiative. That's a twelve. That's right. Elliot, what did you did you get in that one? Oh, I got this one. 
Kara, are you okay? Um, all right. 12, 11, 10. <laughs> My D12 likes me. Can I just go to freaking untrained on every Sure. No. no. What do you. But you have to roll damage untrained as well. Um, no, I roll damage. Nine. Eight. I got eight. Seven. Seven. Six. Oh, the Titan Shadow got six. Damn. Five. Four. Me. What did you get, Kara? Two. Mm. All right. So, top of the round is Pam with Ben on deck. All right, I'm going to send four bolts at this thing. Okay, uh, it's going to be reflex for each one. Three out of eight. Uh, hits. It hits. Three. Oh, three out of eight. Sorry, no, it doesn't. But uh, you might as well keep that. That's a four out of eight. Okay, that one hits. Is that a one? Yep. Ready. Roll damage, please. You guys, I might be killing myself tonight. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. No, my goodness. What's the damage? Oh, god, no. Five? No. Pam, do not fucking die. Please don't. Pam, you do not fucking die. You, your first one misses, second one hits, third one hits Kara. You, you don't even know where she is. I'll say you, you can stay invisible, but it hits you, takes a point of armor. I think I have one more. You do. You don't even, you technically don't even know you hit her. Yeah. Because she's invisible. Five on eight. Okay, hits. So on that last one. And you guys are hitting this at its legs. The thing is just like, it's just like, barely, it looks like it's barely touching it. Um, as it, and then you said, Reset its feet facing you. You're up, Ben. Okay, so you said that this is like 150 feet and it's 150 feet tall. What's it made out of? It's like a metal, right? You don't know. Okay. But it's constantly shifting and moving. Mm. Alright, first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do uh and try and send a sonic wave right toward it. Okay. Uh reflex. Reflex. That is master, so that is a D8. I might as well just grab more D8s now. Uh, it's a 2 out of 8. Damn it. Mm. I'm going to try one more time. That misses. Okay. That's a 7 out of 8. That one hits. Takes a point of armor. Uh. 
this is a bad idea. Actually, no. I know how I'll do it. No, no. This is. Is this gonna I'm, be where I, I I kill you in character? This is, idea. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play it safe. Two more of those clap okay. waves. Two out of eight. Yes. Got room in that jet down dice jail? No, this is my dice jail. Eight out of eight. Okay, it's gonna use its reaction. And you see as you and the sonic wave goes, it's gonna send up a void vortex that blocks the blast. And disappears. Uh that's not good. Uh oh. Alright, that ends your turn. Chris, you're up with a Titan on deck. Alright, I'm gonna obviously run to it and then try to climb up its leg to get to its throat. I know each time I claw into it, that's an action. Correct. It's 150 feet. You might be climbing for a minute. 150 feet, I would say would probably, it would take Four rounds to get to the top. Uh, I'm still going to You can move. You can move thirty feet. Right. Mm. So, um, but each time I claw in, that does uh, attack damage, right? If you use the claws, yeah. True. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be trying to do. Okay. So one action is to get up to him, then each action yep. to bring my claws in. Yep. So okay. first one, strength. Okay. That's Actually, I'll say it'll take you two rounds because you're pretty big. Two out of eight. Miss. But then I'm on the ground still. Seven out of eight. That one hits. First claw in. And the last one. Eight out of eight. Okay. Two points of armor. So. You run up to it, you go to grab on, but the, it's kind of misting around. You kind of have to readjust yourself as you dig into something that's underneath, and and you are now hanging there. You're yep. probably about 10 feet off the ground, because you're yep, pretty big. Um, yeah. Okay. It is now his turn. Oh, boy. Let's see. He is going to. I just I just created this, so bear with me. Let's see. Oh, that'll work. So he is going to use one action to try and claw you off of him, Chris, and okay. send you to the ground. Four out of eight, so it's a success. So you, you take a point of armor. I won't give you fall damage, but you'll take a point of armor as you hit the ground. You'll land on your feet. Okay. But then his second action, he lets out a loud roar, and it's this guttural, bestial roar that the ground begins to shake. So he is going to roll damage for each one of you. He's going to roll to attack each one of you. So, Ben first. 
five out of eight point of point of armor. Okay. Uh, Chris, six out of eight point of armor. Okay, I'm at half. Well, less than half. Okay, Elliot, five out of eight point of armor. Okay. Kara, six out of eight. Point I'm of armor. already less than half. Okay, so damage uh three. Uh is there three. a way that I roll to Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh roll based on your armor level. How many how many armor do you have normally? Six. Uh so roll a D ten. D ten. Uh that's a five out of ten. Okay, that succeeds, so no damage. Okay, so, so just the point I of armor. Point Correct. of armor. Sorry. Okay. Just roll damage. What if I miss? It this did. is you. It did. Three. So, and it the whole ground, and all of you fall prone. Oh, shit. So it is going to take one action for all of you to get up. Uh, he can only do two things, so that's it. Uh, Elliot, you're up. Kara, you're on deck. <coughs> okay. Um. So I know that I can like do foresight stuff. Do I feel like I can like manipulate time at all? You could try. I mean, you can. Because what I'm can... thinking. Is I want to try to rewind Pam to the beginning of the fight to heal her. Okay, I will say if you do this, it's going to take all of your actions. Pam's pretty low. I it's think. going to take. I will say because it's it's going to take all four of your actions. You will have to roll for each action because basically you're going to build up yeah. this temporal field. Um, so you have to succeed on at least two of them for it to work. Okay. So... Now, with me having to spend an action to get up, can I do this from the ground? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Pam, do I have your consent to attempt this? Yes! Alright, I'm gonna attempt it. Alright, so... Give me... Um... This is this will be technology for each okay. one. Two out of four. Success. Three out of four. Success. Keep going though. Okay. Three out of four. Success. Because if you crit fail one, it's okay. If you crit fail one, it reverses everything. Oh shit. <laughs> um, Alright, success on all four. So you all don't really notice it because it's temporal manipulation, but Elliot laying on the ground, you hit a button on your goggles, and all you guys see are Elliot's goggles go and, like, hone in. Um, and, Elliot, you begin seeing the whole field of vision warping. And you see a clock hover and it begins to tick counterclockwise 
And you focus on Pam. And Pam, you all of a sudden are in a different spot. You have no idea what happened. All of you see Pam disappear Hmm? and reappear in the same instant. Hmm? And then, Elliot, you come out of it. Pam, because of those successes, you are at full health and full armor. Nice. Okay. All right. So, very powerful ability, but burns every single action and requires a lot of strength. Um, okay. okay. That ends yours. Turn well spent. All right. Oh, God. Kara, Thank you're you. up. Pam, you're on deck. Okay, so I'm going to get up using one action. Okay. I'm going to use its own shadow against it. Okay. To do what? What I am thinking is wrapping around it and then bringing out thorns. Okay, so like a shadow, like a like a like a shadow snare. Okay, I'll allow it. It is that is a lot of power. So I will say to do it again, just like. Elliot's, it's going to burn all of the rest of your actions, and you must succeed on two out of the three rolls okay. for it to work. You got this, But Sarah. if it does work, for every one you succeed on, I will allow you to either take armor or damage, depending on what they're at. Okay. So, with that, give me... Reflex. Reflex. Okay, I am a master at reflex, so that's the eight. First one. Uh, that was a three out of eight. Okay, that one failed. You must succeed on the next two. Come on, come on, come on do this. Eight out of eight. Nice. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, next one. Come on, Kara, you got this. You got this. Oh, God damn it! Two out of eight! Because of the crit, I will allow it to succeed. Oh! So you do two points, you take two points of armor from it. So you reach out, you guys, and as I will say, as you do this, you're no longer invisible. You see Kara kind of get up, uh, and the hood's down. She gets up, she, her eyes are closed, she opens them, and they are inky blackness. As she puts up the hood, you begin to see this void leaving Kara. The shadow wraps around this beast 150 feet in the air. Thorns, these large black, probably four foot long thorns into the animal. And you, you just see me holding out like I'm grabbing it with the shadows. Okay. Nice. Now, I will say with that, that can stay there unless he does something. That can stay there and you can reapply the pressure using your entire turn, if you wish. So, 
Pam, you're up. Ben, you're on deck. I want to see if I can make a ball of just radiant energy to throw. Okay. So one action is going to get you up. All three, I will say, yes, same thing. You have to pass two out of the three. <laughs> she's Kamehameha-ing this. <laughs> I just see... Oh, Seven out of eight. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Five out of eight. Okay. We actually may get the Kamehameha. Oh, shit! Mm. Two out of eight. No, never mind. Or do you want me to just re-roll that because it Re-roll was... it, it came off. I'll allow it. Four out of eight. Okay. Roll damage. Alright. So I'm a master, so it's 1d6 plus... Plus... Uh... Two. <coughs> Four. Okay, so you, and it kind of flickers a little bit, and it begins to grow, and you, it hits the thing, the thing right in the chest, and it kind of, and you see bits of it like sizzling. As it looks right at you. These these void eyes. You just see me going like this to the thing. That's a great reaction use. Um, okay. Ben, you're up, Chris, you're on deck. Alright, I'm gonna use my one action to get up. I'm going to charge at this thing's ankle like it's the Achilles. closest. Huh? Like the Achilles? Achilles, ankle, like just around the heel, on that area. Okay. And just right, right hook, bam, right to the back of it, back of its heel, that Achilles, back of the foot, just okay. as hard as I can. Okay. Right, now, do you want to do a regular attack? Or do you want to do an overpowered attack and do like they were doing? Overpowered. Okay, so it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be a strength. Three, actually two attacks because you got up and you ran. Yeah. So you only have two, so you must succeed on both for it to okay. work. Eight out of eight. Hell okay. yeah! Next one. Ooh. Five out of eight. Okay. I need you to roll... Uh, extra, it'll be the next level of damage. So it'll be legendary. So 2d6. 2d6. And what is that? That's a 5. That's 6 damage. Okay, and then roll your normal damage for the second hit. Okay, so that's master, so that's a d6 plus 2. Correct. That's a six, so it'll be an eight. Okay. So, you... And as you're running, you guys, you can actually see the sound waves beginning to come off the gloves. And he just... And you hear... 
oh. as the entire ankle snaps and the thing tumbles down. And then you hear <coughs> as this void, void forms around it and it breaks itself back in. Uh. Almost makes you nauseous hearing that sound. Like the worst bone pop you've ever heard. You just uh. see me going, <laughs> Man. Alright, that ends your turn. Chris, you're up with the Titan on deck. I'm gonna get up, and then I'm gonna remember my origins. Basically, my actual origins. My pagan origins. And I'm okay. gonna try to turn into Anubis. Full scale up to his height. Okay. Alright, so, this one's gonna be a little harder. Yeah, I figured this that is one. Very, you have to not only succeed with all three, Mm-hmm. But one of them has to be a crit. Oh boy. Okay. You got this, Chris. Come on, you got uh, this. Come on. I'm gonna say I don't got this. Oh no. I'm gonna say do perception. Oh okay. That's a different dice. If it fell off, you can re-roll it. But I don't want to. What was it? Passes. It? It's a 7 out of 10. Re-roll it, see what happens. 6 out of 10. Okay, still succeeds. Alright, give me another one. That's a 7 out of 10. Succeeds. Come on, I need that crit. Come on, crit success. Nope, it's only a 6 out of 10. Damn. Okay, so here's what happens. You revert back into yourself, and you begin to focus. And you begin to focus on your origins. Um, And as you... Everybody kind of flashes in your mind. And you're thinking of Anubis trying to summon that. But you can't quite get all the way there. But all of you begin to see him change into something. Um, you, you see, you see him, bones begin to crack, and he begins to... take on another form. He is almost corporeal-like as you see winds and his body looks like it's made of sand begins to move itself almost like that the monster is as he grows not quite the height of the monster But Kara 
you recognize this as the Egyptian god of storms, as he takes on the form of Set. Me and him have a love-hate relationship, just so you know. <laughs> oh, oh shit. He's also the Egyptian god of violence, too, so. Yeah, he's also mm -hmm. Ra's lieutenant. So that is going to burn your stuff. Yeah. But you now have... All right. It's now Titan's turn. He is going to... Fuck. I don't like that face. This makes it so much worse, guys, actually seeing his face in person. All right, he needed to succeed on both of those for this to work. He opens his mouth and his jaw breaks <laughs> as the mouth opens up and you begin to see this void-like glow inside of his mouth. Oh, fuck. Chris, I need you to make a reflex check, please. D10 as well. Mm -mm. What'd you get? I got two. As he... And this void comes out as he casts reality fragmentation. This beam of energy hits Chris's new form and Chris disappears. Oh shit. Oh fuck! Because I was about, about the most maxed armor and max health of the all. Okay. Oh, oh shit! No. You did not just pick <laughs> my husband! Alright, that ends his turn. Uh, Elliot, you're up, Kara, you're on deck. I'm gonna try mm. to undo that. I'm gonna try to rewind. So take all four. Mm -hmm. You must succeed in all four. You can do this, Elliot. I'm gonna try. You either have to succeed in all four, or you can succeed with two crits and two fails. Man. I'm gonna try it. Okay. Oh, oh, I just dropped it. Hang on. Yeah, we're all dropping dice today. Yeah, give me just one second. I don't I mean, know I where help it went. With... It's the only D4 that I have out right now, so I gotta find it. Um, no, be nice to Bay. It's a joke. Man, it Stop. landed on a four, but it was cocked. Makes me mad. It was on a four, but it was cocked. All right. Okay. Let's One. Ugh. Okay, so you try and reach out and manipulate the time, but something's not working. You're just in shock that Chris is yeah. gone. And you can't quite get it to work. <clears throat> Alright, that automatically ends your turn. Yeah. Kara, you're up. Pam, you're on deck. Um... So right now, you're sitting there holding that. You can drop it if you choose. Um, 
I am pissed. This thing just took my husband from right in front of me. Oh. Those thorns are getting bigger. Okay. Um, I will say if you want, you can burn all four to grow them. It'll give you basically you'll spend two actions to to make them grow and then two more to dig them in. If you want okay. to. Okay, so roll your first one. Six out of eight. Okay, they begin to grow a little bit. Roll your second one. Seven out of eight. Okay, they grow even more. Now your next two are hits. Did you dig them in? Six out of eight. Okay, roll damage on that. Uh, And it's a reflex one. Correct. So I master D6 plus two. That's three. Okay. Then my last one. Eight out of eight. Nice. So you're going to do 2d6 damage. Hell yeah. Kill it. Kill it. Total of eight damage. Okay. Mm. Close. <laughs> um, so you and you guys begin to see the this darkness increase. A large almost like almost has a hood like a cobra that reaches out. Uh. And she when you see these Shadow thorns grow bigger and bigger. They're now about six feet long. And she <laughs> hitting this thing and <laughs> and staring directly at her. Oh yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> All right. like my husband. You're up, then you're on deck. I'm gonna do the same thing I did last time. Kamehameha. Yep. Except it's four. <laughs> so you must succeed on two out of the four. Um, Alright, go ahead. Four out of eight. Success. Roll damage. Actually, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Do all, all the dice rolls and then we'll do damage if you succeed. Four out of eight. Success. Five out of eight. Success. Seven out of eight. Okay. Nice. Each one gets to do individual damage. Okay. Five. Five damage. Six. Three. Five. That's decent, yeah. Alright, so... And it's bigger this time, because now you have that extra time to make it bigger. Smacks this thing in the head as it... 
you see these rows of razor sharp teeth. Probably each tooth is about the size of you. I'm feeling really, really, really short right now. Alright. Then you're up the normal? with Chris and the boy on deck. Okay, so I'm still at this thing's feet, so again, I'm going to kind of supercharge my punches. Um, I'm going to try and do two, so I'd like to build up one, hit, build up again, and hit. Is that, that how would, would that work like that? Or do you want me to just do one massive? It would, you would probably, you if you do one and then one, you must succeed on both. Where this, you have to succeed on two out of four. Okay. I'll if do you do a double, you have to succeed two out of two and two out of two. Do the, so you're, yeah, you're, do the better, one. Yes. So again, I'm just going to kind of like channel all my power and strength, and I'm going to try and just, again, try and knock this thing's ankle off, try and bring it down. I don't like that you just randomly rolled. Four out of eight. Okay. Eight out of eight. Okay. Hell yeah. Five out of eight. Okay. Eight out of eight. Look, okay. right here. Two <laughs> crit successes. First one. Roll normal damage. That's it. That's five. Okay. Second one. 2d6. Six. six for the first d6. Okay. Two for the second d6, so that's eight total. Okay. The next one, normal. Six. Okay. Next one, 2d6. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, five. Okay. Wait, no, 2d6? Sorry, three. Three. Four. Seven total. Okay. And you guys actually see with those double crits, you see Ben punch a hole straight through the leg. You grab the other leg and you pull and the thing... Ah. Topples over to the ground. I just yelled at everybody, Kill it! Kill it! <laughs> Alright, so. Um, yes, that was an 8 out of 8. Um, so, you. You see. Uh. A. You hear. <laughs> As you look up and a ship flies through, and you see the bottom open up of the ship, and two figures land. Two. Two. Yes, you see the Frostbringer in his full stuff lands ice. About time, Frosty. <laughs> and then you see Chris in his form. And Frostbringer looks at you. 
I was busy getting him out of a void. Well, th we thank you for that. Oh, but we've been calling your ex. We gotta kill to this thing. Help. I've been a little busy. <coughs> well, it's very much appreciated because I couldn't get a Mac. And. Um, yes, your new nickname is Frosty. He is going to run up and he's going to do his thing. You see him run and at the same time he throws ice out and begins to slide on the ice. Like Iceman style. I was thinking Iceman, not Frozone. Frozone. But <laughs> he's just like, where is my super suit? <laughs> It's for the greater good. I am the greatest good you're ever gonna get. Um, Disney, please don't uh, sue us or Disney didn't own cancels. that at the time, so they can't. Or Pixar because that was Pixar. It was it was separate at the time. Um, so they <coughs> he comes sliding up and he jumps up in the air and you see him hold up to the sky and this large shard of ice begins to form, and he's going to try and slam it right into the head. Ooh. Four out of eight, that's a success. Three out of eight, that one misses. So it's going to do partial damage. Two damage. And it just slightly misses. Just kind of shatters on it. As he is, he is now, like, basically, he can't sit still on the ice, because obviously it'll crack. So you just see him sliding around all over the place, making it so he can't get hit. Um, Alright, now what he'll do in his turn is he will go after Kara at the end. But, Chris, you now return, but you are yourself. Okay. And I have no weapons on me because I lost that scythe. Check your pocket. That'll take an action, but check your pocket. Alright, I'm going to check my pocket. Alright, so as in. you reach in, it's really cold. I'll pull it out and try to look at it. As you pull it out, you see a, like, tungsten dagger that has runic symbols engraved into it, and it is covered in ice. You have I'm no going. idea what happened. You know you disappear. Next thing you know, you are on his ship and drop it down. I'm gonna... Seeing it's cold, I'm just gonna... Well, I know there's ice. I'm gonna try to navigate to the thing and cut at his leg. Okay, so it's going to take one action, so you'll get, you have two actions. Okay. That's a D8. That's going to be a strength. D8, thankfully. That's a two out of eight. Miss. That's a seven out of eight. That one hits. Roll damage, please. 2D6 plus two. I thought it was 1D6 plus two. Oh, so yeah, sorry, 1D6 plus two. Six. <clears throat> So, you rush up, you go to try and swing with the first one, you're not quite used to this dagger, and then you 
flip it up and stab right into its leg, right right next to the hole that Ben punched through it. Uh, all right, it's the Titan's turn. He is laying down. Okay. You begin to see darkness forming overhead and these almost like lightning bolts, but they're black. <laughs> Striking randomly. Everybody, go ahead and give me a reflex, please. <laughs> Use this. Oh, hey! What do you got? I got an eight out of eight. What do you got? Two. Six out of ten. What'd you Nine get, out Carter? of ten. Eight out of eight. So Pam's the only one that fails. Damn. So as this thing hits you, it doesn't do damage. Oh, shocking! This thing hits you, and you all see Pam change into what looks like some type of void creature Ooh. to you guys. Pam, you are now being controlled by this thing. God fucking damn it! Every single motherfucking time! Make <laughs> you kill somebody again. No! I refuse, sir! I refuse! All it was right. unavoidable. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get a message oh, from Ethan about you. that one. Um, all right, so it is Elliot's turn with Kara on deck. Um, I'm gonna try Every to undo the fucking time. You're gonna do what? Undo, undo whatever just happened to Pam. All right, so again, it's gonna take all four. You must succeed on all four. Okay, I'll do it. Please, honey, please don't let me be the next character you kill. No, it's up to Caleb at this lost. point. Nope, didn't do it. Okay. You just, you can't quite concentrate. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Because Pam is just this inky mess. Yeah. Caleb, uh, I really hate you. I know. Uh, all right. Kara, you're up. This thing has shadow magic. <laughs> Can I reverse what happened to Pam using my own shadow magic? You cannot, because Damn. this isn't shadow. That wasn't shadow. That was void. Void. A little okay. bit different. A little bit different. Yeah. You can manipulate yeah. shadows. His look like shadows because it's part of the void. Yeah, his his is complete darkness, whereas mine is Correct. darkness derived from light. Yours yours is the lack of light. Yeah. Yeah. Where his is just lack nothing. Anything. <laughs> okay. Alright. Well, I'm going to concentrate on just keeping him down and Okay. Pushing the with all four into him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Go ahead and roll for your first one. 
Uh, six out of eight. Roll. Uh, roll damage. We'll just do it individually. Uh, five damage. Okay. Next one. Ah, that was a pot roll. Six out of eight. Okay, roll damage. Uh, six damage. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh no. Is that a one? That was a one. Alright, roll damage. Six. Okay. It as you try and do that, you lose concentration. The shadow thorns explode off of the thing and go flying out. I need both Chris and Ben to make reflex checks. If you succeed, you'll only take an armor point. If you fail, you will take that six damage. Got a four out of eight. Okay, you take six, or you take an armor point. So that's, I think that's it. That's all my armor. That's all your armor, so go ahead and roll your armor check, please. So that's that'd be six out of eight, but that leaves me with one armor left. Okay, roll an armor check, please. What was your max armor? Six. Six? Yeah. So roll a d10. Ten out of ten. Okay. So you don't take you no. just lose the armor point. Six out of ten. You just lose the armor point. Okay. And that's it. Alright. So but you guys are now prone. And Kara, you unfortunately don't have any more thorns to dig into it, so it blows your last turn. Um as you're just kind of you just damage your husband, so you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Don't worry, Kara. I have a feeling Ben's going to be my target. <laughs> well, I You're damaged up. your husband too, so. I damaged the husband. I'm controlled, so. Yes, but you're going to have a chance to see if you can get out of it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception, please. Four out of it. Okay, and one more. Six out of eight. Okay, so you you kind of break out of it. You go back to your normal form. You have two actions against this then left. I'm going to just use my kind of like combine my hands and do a two-handed attack with okay. the blast. Go ahead and roll two attacks. Six out of eight. Okay. Five out of eight. And roll damage for each one. Six. Okay. Four. Okay. Um, how do you want to do this? Oh! I'm, you can't fucking control me, you fucking dickwad, and I just push all my energy out of my hands. And it blows a hole directly through its chest as this thing... It almost looks like... Venom, like the oh. symbiote, just spreading everywhere as it then dissipates. I could have told him he couldn't control her. <laughs> and you all are, uh, uh, um, and you 
are now seemingly clear of any enemies as Caleb calls the ship in to land. I, uh, probably a good time to get out of here. No yeah. shit! Good yeah. timing, buddy. I just go, I just no, make you. my way up the ramp of the sh into the ship. And he kind yeah, of, he kind of lands and all you see all the ice kind of just shatter off. But every time he walks, like the the grass as he walks, it's almost like when there is dew and then that quick frost in the morning. Mm. As there's the little bits of frozen blades of grass, that's how it is every time he steps. You hear the crunching. Um, so everybody gets into the ship. You guys are able to make it back to the hideout. Um, there, uh, as you guys, the code gets punched in, you guys make it back in. And Caleb looks around to all of you. I'm guessing you guys want some type of healing and restoration. You can say that. Perfect. There's one place I haven't shown you. What's that? Follow me. And as he does, he begins to take his mask off and like de-armor some of his <laughs> yeah, stuff. I have yeah, I have my suit myself. Okay, so uh, as you all begin to make it through, in the hearts of your hideout lies the recovery sanctum. It's a place of respite and restoration. The sanctum is a spacious and well-lit chamber, its walls adorned with intricate tapestries and inscribed runes that shimmer with an ethereal glow. The room exudes an aura of tranquility and rejuvenation, serving as a haven for you in your harrowing battles. At the center of the sanctum, a serene crystal-clear pool glistens with a calming azure radiance. The water within it possesses potent healing properties. Those who submerge themselves in it, in its gentle embrace, find their wounds closing and their strengths and vitality restored. I know what you created. It also does something else, too. I... Yes, yes I did. I did. I've always wanted one, so I created one. Um, uh, I entered the, okay. the, the the thing that shall not be named for fear of copyright laws. Correct. Um, write it in there so everybody knows. Um, so, I would say those that want to go in there can. Um, you don't have to, obviously, you don't have to, like, derobe. You can just go in there. You've got your undersuits on. Um so you can go in there, heal up. All of you will now now go to full health and full armor if you do go awesome. in the pit. Um, or sorry, full health. There is next to this, along the chamber's periphery, there are several workstations equipped with a myriad of mystical tools and materials. You can repair and enhance weapons and armor using enchanted anvils, mystical forges, and an array of eldritch crafting materials. So I'll say over the course of time, you guys can heal, kind of relax. Um, yeah. He did build a bar in here. So there is alcohol. There is all of that. And you guys are in 
basically you're on earth in a modern time so there's modern alcohol normal stuff um there is also uh, a couple other rooms um and i'll say he's he kind of guided you through this before you guys decided to go in so there is along the walls there's hidden alcoves with plush comfortable beds where you can rest and rejuvenate each bed is ensconced within a personal sanctuary creating a space for introspection and meditation um and then in another section there's ornate shelves with an extensive collection of spell books grimoires and tomes offering knowledge and insights into various realms and arcane mysteries um and there's this you notice as you're walking through there's this imbue it's imbued in here with a gentle restorative ambiance with soft soothing melodies resonating through the air the sanctum's atmosphere serves as a balm for your minds and souls easing the mental emotional scars uh, so I'll say over the course of time, you guys can do that, uh, build armor, uh, fi fix all of your stuff, so you will now be at full health and full armor. Um, you can take this time if you wish to conversate while you're awaiting other, either Caleb to come back in here or and tell you what's going on, or another call, something like that. Okay, so I had two things that I wanted to do. Um, one, what was it? My blasters were reflex, right? Yes. I want to try to see if I can find a, like, technological weapon. Because that's what I'm really good with. Um, I'll say you can, you can convert those. To okay, allow it. so I'll, I'll do that. I'll, like, tinker with them, make it, like, auto-aiming or whatever. Okay. Um, and then I want to, like, walk up to Pam and ask, so what happened for you when I healed you? I was in one spot laying on the ground. I was in another spot laying on the ground. So you didn't experience know. anything? It was just a gap no. in consciousness? Yeah. yeah I okay. think so. Hmm. All <clears throat> right. And I, I'm going to go to where the, those arcane books were. And try to read up more on whatever this ability, like time-wise, that I can do. Because I was only aware of the precognition before. Okay. Um, but now I've figured out like another thing that I can do, so I'm going to focus on that. Okay. And I'm going to go read about uh, radiant energy. Okay. I'm assuming this is after everybody gets out of the pool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, and right. I, I read up on my shadow abilities. Okay. Study group. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and look up some more about my powers and maybe try and do some exercises to try and build up my actual upper strength, you know. Okay. Chris? I'm gonna go to my room and test what kind of shapes and things I can actually do. Okay. Um I'll say well there there is a room in here that you can do that. There's a little Yeah. Place I want to see if I can of... just do like maybe partial body like into a weapon or something okay. like that. Yeah, you can you can you can go into one of the like solace rooms and do all of that stuff because there are mirrors and stuff in there, mm -hmm. so you can see. Um, all right, so as you recuperate and regroup, 
um, a strange phenomenon begins to unfold. The mystical tapestries that adorn the walls of the chamber start to shimmer and ripple as if they're alive. In a collective moment of awe, you realize that these tapestries hold a hidden power. There you, you you see the the tapestries begin to wave and these mystical words on them begin to glow. Um and these tapestries aren't high up, they are like in your face, like you can go mm. up to them. Like, yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Uh, same. Same here. <coughs> um and Chris <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear it. Okay, I hear it, but I'm gonna. There's like this, down. this glow, this humming noise. Um, I head out of the room. <laughs> intrigued and perhaps guided by an unseen force, you approach the tapestries. As you do, the threads and patterns of the fabric begin to form images and symbols. The scenes that emerge depict a sprawling and fantastical realm filled with mystical. <laughs> creatures, ancient artifacts, and cryptic prophecies. As the tapestries come to life, revealing the grand destiny woven into the fabric of time and space, a resounding voice echoes through the sanctum. The words are imbued with an otherworldly authority, both commanding and comforting, beckoning you to embrace the weight of your mission. Brave champions of the multiverse, you have been chosen as the guardians of a destiny that transcends the bounds of worlds. Each step you take, every trial you endure, has been foreseen by the ancient loom of fates. You stand at the precipice of a grand and perilous journey. One that will determine the fate of not just your worlds, but all existence. The enigmatic puppet master has manipulated the threads of destiny for far too long. Guided by a higher power that seeks to unleash chaos upon the cosmos. Ragnarok. The cosmic apocalypse looms on the horizon, and you are the only hope to prevent its calamitous arrival. To reach the final chapter, you must unlock the gateway that stands at the nexus of your journey. It is the key to confronting the hidden adversary and unveiling the true purpose behind the mystical book. But the path will not be without challenges. You will face trials that will test your courage, cunning, and unity. Embrace your unique powers, the symbols of your bond, and harness them as you have never done before. The fate of all worlds rests upon your shoulders, and only through your unyielding determination and unwavering unity can the impending Ragnarok be averted. Now, Venture forth with the knowledge that destiny itself guides your steps. The final chapter awaits. The tapestries of fate have spoken.
That no pressure. Doesn't yeah. That doesn't sound yeah. ominous. Yeah, not at all. Okay, so we were correct. We have to stop Ragnarok. Ugh, how do you stop the end of all things? Well, hopefully these trials will help like they like they helped our characters. Hmm. I'm gonna go back to the uh, one room with the books and Start pulling everything I see on radiant energy. Okay. Um, and um, you guys do notice as the tapestry subside, you hear, <gasps> and there was a door that was not there before. I go. To I open the door. I kind of hear that, and I turn around and I'm like, I'm gonna go in that door. Yeah, I'm gonna open. I'll, I'll I'll try and open the door and go first. Suggest somebody grabs Chris because he wasn't there. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I go, I go, Chris, Chris, get your ass out here. I stick my ass out the door. Not that ass. Secret room. Secret room? Mine. Yes. I'll go right to it. I'm going to push Ben out of the way. <laughs> All right. I summoned him. All right, fine. If there's a crossbow trap and it hits you in the face, I'm not going to, I'm just going to laugh at you. I no, would no, too, so don't worry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> you find yourselves standing in a chamber that seems to defy the laws of physics and geometry. It is an otherworldly space bathed in a soft ethereal light. The room is circular and devoid of discernible landmarks, creating an eerie sense of disorientation. The walls are composed of a shifting translucent material, as if they're made out of liquid crystal continuously changing colors and patterns. In the center of the chamber, there is a circular platform on which you stand. So as you walk through the door, you immediately appear inside the center of the chamber. This platform is surrounded by multiple arched doorways, each leading to a different challenge. The doorways themselves seem to materialize and dematerialize as if they exist on the edge of reality. Above each door, there's an intricate symbol corresponding to the type of challenge within. And that, my friends, is where we're going to take a break. Um, please, bear with us, and please uh, come back in a few minutes. We will be right back.
Alright. So. Now. Again, you guys are in this chamber. You've got doors from left to right in front of you. Each one has a symbol above it. That's rep that represents the challenge that is behind this door. Um, there are seven doors. Hmm. Representing seven challenges. And you get from what the tapestry says that if you complete all seven challenges, it will unlock the next chapter of the book. Okay. Um... What are the symbols? Is it going to be like in the like order that we're supposed to do them, or do we pick and choose? You get that it's probably supposed to be done in order. Okay. Well, now that we're all healed up, uh, should we go to the first one? So the first one above the door, you see a complex maze pattern etched into the frame, um, hinting at perplexing perplexing puzzles and shifting passages that lie beyond. Hmm. Um. I'm so bad at puzzles, but... Oh, so am I. <laughs> puzzles! I know, that's probably why you did it, too. Yeah, because you know over the puzzle. And for the fact that we all struggle with the puzzles and overthink them. Mm -hmm. These are kindergarten oh. puzzles. Uh huh. Sure no they are. Stabbed in the chest. Most of them are. Hey, shut up. Ellie, <laughs> remember, you stab Ellie in the chest this time. You just, oh, Ellie will die in real life. You don't put that shit out in the mm. universe. <laughs> don't kill okay. other players. Okay. Pam, you'll stab Car in the chest, probably. No. Um. All right. I'm not doing shit. You guys are doing all the work, so I don't accidentally hurt someone. I'll go first if this were. I'll follow. All right. So you go to the first door. Open it up. I step through. As you all step through, you are greeted by a vast, dimly lit chamber filled with the with an assortment of floating, translucent orbs. These orbs shimmer with ethereal, ever-changing colors, and they emit soft, haunting whispers that seem to beckon and disorient. The first challenge is a long corridor that appears. This is known as the Hall of Echoing Shadows. Huh. Every footstep you take creates ripples of darkness. But you get the sense that every time you walk through a door, it's going to give you a little hint of what you need to do to make it through. And in this, you must safely, you must figure out the right pattern of steps to safely traverse it without triggering hidden traps. Someone's getting stabbed in the chest. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could pull a whole Vladimir. I was going to say, can I use my goggles to try to see where the traps are? Um, they won't work in here. Um, this is like a magical darkness. Mm -hmm. I, since I was the first one through the door, I'll take point, I guess, and try and move can through it. Can I see through the darkness? 
You cannot. Mm. Um, all right, so you're just gonna walk right through. Very slowly, yeah, I'll th- Okay. Yeah. So, all right, so you guys just want to walk right through. <laughs> no. 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 I'm just asking. Um, I look I mean, back to everybody, I'm like, we got any ideas of how we want to get through this? Hold on. I make kind I'm of like going a to, and kind I'm of going to see if I can throw it up, so then it kind of dispels the darkness a little bit. So dark. It's magical darkness. You can throw an orb up, but it's still magical darkness. Um, I'm going to actually kind of, where I am standing, like, I'm going to bring my foot up and stomp down to see how it echoes. Okay, so as you do that, you see a ripple. Huh. Well, that's, uh, hmm. yeah. Wait, so this thing ripples. I tell everyone, I'm like, everyone stand back. Stand back. I'm going to try All something. Right. Don't do something stupid. I clap my hands, but not at, just enough to send a, a sound wave through, but not like a destructive sound wave. Like, okay, you do that, and the ground ripples a little bit, but not much. Mm. You get the sense that it's from the impact of a step that it ripples. Okay, so watch our steps, I guess, and see if the ripples go away at a certain point. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's anything we, I, by sending a, a kinetic wave through, maybe it triggers something, but I, I think we're just going to have to step through this if we want to continue onward. I don't see yeah. any other way around it. I'll go first. So okay. I'll go first and right. everyone just stick behind me. So, Ben, give me a perception check, please. Perception. That's trained, so that's a D10. Uh, nine out of ten. Okay. Nine. Nine. Um. How dare you tell him no? Secrets. What new information shall I be getting? Huh? <laughs> what did you say? I said, what new secret secrets shall I be getting? What do you think he said? Okay, so I step, um, am I okay to relay this? That's, that's up to you. Alright, uh, I take a couple steps forward, uh, kind of, again, they're very cautious steps, I'm kind of watching where I'm going. Uh, mm-hmm. when I put the right foot down, I see a ripple, but the left foot, there's no ripple. And then the next step, I see the left foot rip. okay, I'm... I'm all right, I, I relay this information back to everybody. I'm like, okay, it looks like everything is kind of in a uh, diagonal way. So it looks like uh, 
if you don't see a ripple, that's probably solid so a solid footing to move through. Or the opposite. Uh, I go stand on one of the solid ones that has no ripple very carefully. Okay, I need... I will say, to see if you can see what's going on, both of you give me perceptions. You both must pass. Oh, gosh. Perception, I'm master. Okay. Four out of eight. Uh, six out of ten. Okay. Oh, you suck. Secrets. Super squirrel. Uh, super, 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 super secret. Super squirrel. secret squirrel. That. Go ahead, read it. Okay. Um, I look back at everyone. I'm like, okay, I think I got it figured out, guys. Okay. Alternate the steps. If I go right, left, right, left, next person goes left, right, left, right. Do that and as we go there. So okay. I just went right, left, right, left. Next person behind me, left, right, left, right. Okay, so I'll do that. Or who's behind I'm not me? behind you. I'm next to you. Well, yeah, but you can get behind. You can get behind me. You were just next to to Tessa. <laughs> I get behind Ben, going left, right, left, right. Okay. Okay, so then I'll go right, left, right, left. Okay. And I'll go left, right, left, right. Okay. You need he to go right, left, me. right, left. You need to go I'll, right, left, right, left. So follow Elliot. Yes. Follow yeah. You're following your okay, wife. No. Following no. Elliot. No. No. What? He is not following you. He is following behind you. He is following behind you, but he's doing the opposite step. So, yeah. Chris, you have to go right, left, right, left. Camera. With your footsteps. Do that. At, look at Ben like he should explain that a lot. <laughs> I, so I need everybody to give me reflex checks. This okay. is going to be a group check, so half of you must succeed. Well, I hope the other ones succeed. Uh, I got a 5 out of 8. 7 out of 10. 5 out of 10. 5 out of 8. Fail. But I the rest of the group succeeded. So, Pam, you almost misstep, and Ben's able to kind of stop you, like grab your foot and kind of readjust you. Left, right, left, right. You did this for, for <laughs> eight weeks. You should remember uh, this. So, you guys do. You... I tricked. I'm sorry. And I sucked at marching. You. I actually really and did. So, you. So get the sense, especially you, with your powers, that it's a rhythm. 
So you get that and the ripple. And it begins to make sounds. And it's almost like this harmonious, like the sound when the orchestra hits the crescendo of an amazing song as you all are in step. So at first, it's kind of like like when Ben starts stepping, it's kind of like the just like the violin coming in. And then Ham goes next and you start getting a cello. And it, it begins to move through the tuba, the sax. All of these begin to come through and then as all of you are stepping in unison opposite of each other, it's again this crescendo of music that sounds... It almost brings tears to your eyes because it sounds so good. And as you get there, you get to the end and there's a door. I open the door. Okay. Open the door. I look back. I'm like, anybody else want to take point on this one? Or shall we just shall I continue leading us? Mm, just continue. Well, I'm all the way at the oh. back. Okay, I just lead us through the next to the next room. Okay. In this room, there is a series of ornate enchanted mirrors showing distorted reflections. Mm. To proceed, you must arrange the mirrors correctly to create a coherent reflection that reveals the path forward. So each mirror is in various shape and size, each showing different disjointed aspects of the chamber and yourselves. Some reflections make you appear distorted, others fragmented, and some may even show entirely different scenes. Um, so basically you need to adjust the mirrors, fix the distorted images, and reveal a path to lead to another door. Um... Ben, it's like puzzles. that one exorcism that we do in the game. What if mm. um, we put like all of the f like outside, like the frames of these mirrors, and like moved them so that they were in the shape of a door? To your puzzle like this. How do you frame a puzzle? Yeah. Do the outside first. Yeah. It's up to you. Guys. Yeah, I, th I sounds like a good good place to start. Okay. Everybody, go ahead and give me perception checks. You already know what that was. Uh, nine out of ten for me. Okay. These are all group rolls, so. Four out of four. Okay. Four out of ten. Okay. So two nat ones, a nat four, a failure, and a success. So the most most is failure. Yeah. So you grab the mirrors that you think each one of you grabs a different distorted mirror or fragmented mirror, and you begin to line them up, and. Uh, ben, you grab one, and it looks like you've got the frame of a pathway where the door leading off. 
Um, Kara, same thing. You grab one that lines up right to Ben's. The rest of you grab mirrors that you think lines up, and all of a sudden, boom, these arms pop out and almost grab you as you kind of reach back. I might have dropped the mirror. Shatters. Uh, honey, that's oh. like seven years bad luck. Yeah, um... Hand! Here! No! Hand reaching for... What can I say? They want to be handsy. Yeah, why don't we... Let's keep trying, but keep away I'm... from the actual mirror part. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try that's... and find the next piece. Alright, go ahead, everybody. Give me another check. Perception? All right. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Do I, even though I dropped a mirror? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of mirrors in here. Okay. There's some that you won't use. Ben, what do you got? Eh, four out of ten. Okay, fail. Chris? Four out of ten. Failure. Elliot? Six out of eight. Oh, success. Pam? Six out of eight. Success. Kara? It's up to you, Kara. A, uh, a uh, nat one out of four. Absolute failure. So you grab the right mirror that lines up. Uh, Elliot, you succeeded, right? Yeah, I got a six yeah. out of eight. So you grab the next mirror that lines up. Um, so right now you guys have four mirrors lining up. The rest of you, the you bring the mirror, and this these aren't distorted; they're fragmented. So it looks like pieces are like pulled out and as you as you're moving the mirror to move it in place once again <laughs> comes out to reach towards you okay okay yeah i realized that it wasn't my mirror but that still scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you throw my mirror i just like eh, eh. What do I do with it? What do I, I do with it? The hand. No. I'm All smacking right. the hands. I did, I did that in Let's Baldur's try again. Gate when I did that in Baldur's Gate when Gale comes out and when he's in the portal. He goes, A hand, please. You can actually snap Gale's hand. Yeah, well, if you're playing as a dark urge. Yeah, you can cut it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um Baldur's Gate, please uh send us some stuff. Um, I love you. Yeah. Um we'll do a Baldur's Gate one shot. Um, so, we, you, I need another one. Um, if, you guys have three more mirrors from what you can make out. Well, I'm not one Which means, if you do not get three successes in this, uh, you're still missing mirror, but you, you, I mean, technically you have to succeed in this one. At least three. Ben, what'd you well, get? I didn't. Six out, six out of ten. Okay. Chris? Out of ten. Three out of ten. Fail. Elliot? Mine was the three out of eight. Okay. Kara? Three out of four. Oh. Success. Okay. What'd you get? Two out of eight. Okay. Oh my so, god. Ben and Kara, you bring yours up. You're almost there. 
as you, the rest of you, bring it around. And Pam, you you actually see the completion in your mirror as you go to push it through. Chris is coming up behind you, and you hear the mirror, and (laughs) you drop the correct mirror, and it shatters. Uh, Uh, Guys, do our powers work in here? Can I rewind? uh, Sure, you will. Just like if you were in combat, it'll take your successes. Guys, I just broke the real mirror. Okay. Damn you fucking Chris. Okay. I hold the mirror up to her face, see if it gets fancy. That's that's all you needed. You needed two crits. So and Pam, you're back holding the mirror. Oh, uh, what was that one more time? I didn't catch that. <laughs> okay. I love, I love We need to stop doing that. Can I do it? Do you want me to do no. it? No. Keep everybody the fuck away from me. Okay, everyone back. I... Back. She's going to kill us all. Give me a perception. I hold the bad mirror up to Ben. What are you doing? <laughs> Mac Ben. Eight out of eight. All right. Nice. And you. All the glass disappears, and there's this long walk to a door. Let's go. I, I start walking. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of the room with the mirrors that trying be trying being yeah, grabby. Watch out for creepy hands. Okay. So as you walk through, you do come to the door. I open the door. Okay. And I walk in. I fall in. You walk into a celestial chamber with constellations shifting across the ceiling. You must decipher the celestial patterns to unlock the doorway. I lay on the ground and look up at the ceiling. The chamber is adorned with an impressive celestial mural on the ceiling, featuring intricate constellations and stars. As you enter, you notice the constellations are in constant slow motion, shifting and rearranging themselves in a mesmerizing dance. Each time they shift, the stars form new patterns and alignments. You must figure out, you must decipher the celestial patterns and choose the correct alignment of stars to open a door. Hmm. So, if, all right. So, Ham, give me a perception to f- see the first constellation. Six out of eight. Okay. You see what looks to be a traveler with a staff. Um, and it hits your mind that this is called the Wanderer. And it shifts. Ben, give me one. Perception? Yes. Eight out of ten. You see a dragon that's fierce and serpentine winding its way around the wanderer. And it shifts. Elliot, give me another one. Oh, I'm sorry, what check was that? 
perception. Perception, okay. One. You don't see anything. You're blind. Um, all right. Um, you can't quite make out. It's shifting too much for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Kara. Yep. Give me another one. Perception. Four out of four. Okay, you see a majestic lion-shaped constellation near the top of the mural. Um, very grandeur, massive, as it shifts. Um, Chris, give me a check, please. Ten out of ten. Hell yeah! You see a winding serpent constellation shifting through the sky um, and it disappears. Pan, next one, please. Three. You can't quite make out that the serpent one kind of threw you off a little bit. <laughs> um, ben. Perception? Check, yeah. Or you can stare at me, whatever you want. No. He wants to stare at your beautiful face. Let's uh, not go that far. <laughs> oh, have you guys six seen that uh, recently then? Yes. No. Yes. Six out of ten. Um, you see a fiery bird constellation that overlaps with the Wanderer very briefly, the Phoenix, and then it disappears very quickly. Uh, Elliot, give me a check, please. All right. Six out of eight. Okay. You see a veiled and mysterious maiden constellation that drifts near the dragon mm. and then disappears very quickly. And then for the last constellation, Clara, give me a check, please. Four out of four again. Okay. You see a single brilliant star that moves throughout the mural uh, as like a guiding star. So now that each of you have seen this and you are telling each other what you see, I need everybody to give me a check. This is going to be a group check for a success. If you guys succeed, you may see some hints at the constellation. So give me perception checks. Oh, come on. So pain fail already. Perception check. Eight out of ten. Okay. Five out of what? Ten. Okay. Three out of eight. Alright. Alright, so Ben's the only one that succeeded. Yeah, I got two. Alright, so you guys can't quite get the pattern. These things keep shifting. Some lasting longer than others. And then the rest kind of moving pretty quickly. You have two more times to succeed. Give me another check, please. What do you got, Ben? 10 out of 10. Okay. Chris? 10 out of 10. Okay. Elliot? One. Okay. I got a two out of 10. It looks like a seven. Kara? 
two ones, two tens, that negates your crits. Because there's two crit fails, so that's another failure. You guys can't quite see it. You guys may die even here. Oh, it's your la last chance to succeed. Okay, I got a 7 out of 10. Okay. 5 out of 8. Okay. 2 out of 10. Okay. 3 out of 4. Okay. God and another dang. one. You better stop using that. Yeah. Uh, They're the only ones I have out. I gotta um, get some new ones. Alright. But. That is predominantly a success. So. You guys see that um, most of them shift really quickly, but the Wanderer and the Dragon tend to last a little bit longer. Hmm. hmm. I go look around the room to see if I can see anything with the wanderer or the dragon so you don't see anything with that but you see what looks to be like a dial almost that turns i go and turn it to the wanderer and then and you guys see it shifting and then you see the wanderer and then i switch it to so there if you turn that, it's going to change again. Okay, so I go look and see if there's another. Okay. Um, so I'll say as you do that, <laughs> it locks into place. Okay. Uh, you need to find another one. And I turn that to the dragon. Okay. <laughs> locks into place, and the entire sky lights up with stars. And you see the guiding star, the shooting star, and the door opens. Good job, honey. All right, nice. Let's I go up to the door. Yep. Okay. Door opens. I walk through first. Yep. I follow behind. Okay. If you see snakes or anything. Just pull me back and uh, protect me because I ain't fucking around with this shit. In this room, you find yourselves on a seemingly endless spiraling staircase that descends into the unknown depths. To progress, you must overcome the challenge presented by the never-ending descent. So you find yourself standing on the topmost step of a grand spiral staircase that plunges into darkness. The walls are aligned with eerie, ghostly torches that flicker and cast elongated shadows. Hey, you want to go first? As you no. take your first step, you realize that the descent is perpetual. No matter how far you descend, the staircase continues ever downward. I'll go first. Why don't we go oh, yeah, yes, absolutely, Chris. You go first. Okay. Is there a way to go up okay. instead of down? Can I skip down? No, to I want to torture these guys. No, because we'll <laughs> lose you. If it's forever, we'll lose you. We don't what know. Are you doing? Why don't we try to go up? Maybe. Right? I, I thought it was a perpetual thing. 
I thought it was only down. Is there an up? I mean, there's where you just were. But there's no staircase that goes it. up. It just all Not goes. You see. Okay. I will take the lead down if you guys don't, right. if you guys want me to. Yep, uh, I'll fall behind. Everybody lock arms or something. Yeah, Ben, just... come lock arms. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Oh. Ben, if you do the dumb, I'm going to kill you. Let's just hope this thing doesn't turn and into a slide. Babe, if you do something dumb, I'm not going to forgive you, and I'm going to kill you. And I will help them hide the bodies. Well, that's assuming we all don't. We all don't just die. So, yeah. Ever onward, let's go. Staircase. I'm so gonna regret doing this. <laughs> no, let's go down the stairs Three, and let's. Yep. One, we jump. Oh, I don't know. I jump. Do. Maybe. Okay. Are you jumping, jumping like I'm down good. the stairs or? Off the side. Jumping down the stairs. Just walk down the stairs. Because it makes you guys uh, paranoid. Okay, Chris, give me a reflex check, please. Okay. I'm <clears throat> observe before I do anything. Five out of ten. And you did not fail. <laughs> <laughs> you land about five steps down. Come on, guys. Okay, so maybe no jumping. All right, I walk down the stairs. Okay. Let's go. Let's go down the stairs. I'm looking over the side. Car, no doing stupid shit. Let's go. Darkness. As I grab Kara's hand to make sure she doesn't do stupid. What? Um, I wanted to grab one of the. Can the torches come off the wall? Can I grab the torch? The wall is far away. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, so yeah, I guess we all just go down the stairs. Okay. Yeah. Just keep going down. No doing the stupid, Kara. I know what you're thinking. Okay, you keep going down the stairs. Perpetual stairs, just constantly going down. Your minds and bodies are starting to get tired. No. With Pam holding her, this is going to be insane. Give me a reflex versus a strength. Kara's oh. reflex versus Pam's strength. Oh, this would be entertaining. Bye, Pam. Eight out of eight. Oh. Eight out of ten. But that's a crit. So, does she pull me with her? Kara, you jump. Chris, you see your wife jump. You see your wife being pulled off. I the go side. And grab Pam. I'm gonna jump after her. A strength. Roll strength. My reflex is just to jump in after her. Uh, four out of eight. Not good enough. Damn. Get a crit. Damn. Both of you fall. You guys just see them disappear. In the I I bolt down. And I start running, yep. like down the sprinting steps. down the steps. Okay, again, perpetual steps. I'll jump, I jump down off too. the. I, I've jumped. I'm like fucking. I jump off the railing too. Okay, everybody, reflex checks, please. Do I need to make a reflex check? <laughs> oh no, you're being pulled down. All right. God damn it, Kara! You don't have a choice. <laughs> Four out of eight. <laughs> Seven out of eight. Three out of eight. 
No, three out of ten. That's worse. Elliot? Mine was a five out of ten. Okay. You jump off. And it's just darkness. You can't see each other. You can't hear each other. Fall, fall, fall. Well, except for me and Pam, because we're... <laughs> I kind of and... Pam and it's like... All of you hit at the same time. Ow! Ah! Ow. And a door opens up. I look up, Kara. What the fuck possessed you to do that? Leap of faith, didn't it? I yeah. You're. We are. Ah. This isn't parkour. Ben, do you forget the mansion and the French? Um, what I did. Okay. We got Let, lucky. Let's just go through the door as I get up, slowly get up. Which is, I'm just like, like, I slap Psychopath, all of you. I slap his hands like, you married a psychopath. You're right, I did. And, <laughs> uh, walk out the Hey, I'm going to pull you with me. As you, my husband had the right idea to jump. You, but you open the door. I fall behind. You walk in, and as you walk in, you disappear and reappear. You are back in that central stand. As you all look in that first door you went through, and you hear, and the symbol above glows. Okay, so that was only one test out of seven? That was one door, yeah. Uh. Wonderful. God damn it! Wow. The next door that you see has a symbol above it that resembles an ancient hourglass. Kara, if there's any more jumping, please warn me before you pull me along. I might actually jump with you. Okay. Tell me the plan. <laughs> let's go. Let's just let's go check this other door. I guess. Yeah. Okay. As you step through the second door, you find yourselves in a vast, dimly lit chamber with a series of platforms suspended in a void. Each platform is connected by floating bridges and surrounded by a shimmering ethereal mist that obscures your vision. Uh, how far between these platforms are there? Are they like... You said there's bridges that connect them. We can walk them. Yeah. Okay. I start walking. Yeah, just trying to get to the end. I just start walking. Okay. I I'm following Pam. As yep. you begin to walk, you see. Um. You find yourself standing on a shimmering, translucent bridge suspended in a void. The bridge is bathed in a faint ethereal glow that pulses with different colors, mirroring the passage of time. The surroundings appear as if you're standing within a nexus where timelines converge and diverge, before you appearing something, some creature materializes, taking on the appearance of an otherworldly being. 
it embodies the spirit of the Renaissance, donning attire reminiscent of that period. It appears as an ethereal figure clad in the rich fabrics and artistic flair of the Renaissance, with garments flowing like brush strokes on a canvas. Their presence exudes a sense of intellectual enlightenment and artistic beauty around the guardian that you get the sense that this is a temporal guardian. Around the guardian, the void seems to coalesce into vivid fleeting images of Renaissance art, architecture, and inventions. You catch glimpses of famous masterpieces, architectural marvels, and da Vinci-like contraptions forming and dissolving with a shimmering void. You approach the guardian, and you sense that this entity has wisdom to impart. The guardian's presence is enigmatic yet inviting, and they await your approach to offer something. I, I approach the figure and give my greetings. Hello. Yeah, okay. I'll follow. Okay. This, they are dressed in an exquisite attire from an era known for its artistic and intellectual achievements. They pose a riddle to you. The Guardian speaks with a voice that carries echoes of renowned Renaissance thinkers and artists. My era, great mind soared, creativity and knowledge explored. I am both a masterpiece of arts and a mirror of the stars, crafted by an artist whose work could bridge Earth and Mars. Who am I? In my era, great minds soared, creativity and knowledge explored. I am both a masterpiece of art and a mirror of the stars, Crafted by an artist whose work could bridge Earth and Mars. Who am I? Who did the Starry Night? Van Gogh, but that's not Renaissance. He's not. Hmm. Of course, you have to pick art history. More I hate specifically. art. I majored in. <laughs> I majored in this. Yeah, well, none of us did. History buff over here. You said it was temporal. He doesn't know his. Uh, huh? Who was that person that did the painting of all the drooping clocks? Is it that guy, maybe? It's not Renaissance. That's that's post. Yeah. That's like modern. Yeah, it's post Yeah, that's post Okay, so we're specifically looking for Renaissance stuff. That's Da Vinci. That's. Uh, Michelangelo. Michelangelo Bonicelli. It's the, it's the Ninja Turtles. It is. I hate to say it, they but were yeah. named after Those, the Renaissance artists. It's the Ninja yeah. Turtles. Can you repeat, GM? Can you repeat it one more time, please? Sure. In my era, great minds soared, creativity and knowledge explored. I am both a masterpiece of arts and a mirror of the stars, crafted by an artist whose work could bridge Earth and Mars. Who am I, or what am I? Venus, the the, the Venus de Milo. So I will say, like, you guys can work this through, but you will have to secure an answer to them. Could be Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Michael, Michelangelo. This, he painted the Sistine Chapel, Earth and Mars. Mars, I, I Yeah. I don't know. 
That's the best this one. Is, I can. This is the hardest one. The, the, that's yeah, the best why? One I think of two Earth and Mars. Um, that's literally man in the with the little the fingertips and everything. That's in the Sistine yeah. Chapel. Give me a charisma check. Okay. Because you've been the closest so far. Uh, I'm trained, so that's a nine out of ten. Out of ten. Okay. But he wasn't an inventor. So, you were right with Leonardo da Vinci, but it's looking for a specific work of his. Oh, it was Leonardo. That's right. Because okay. remember, before he was an inventor, he was a painter. He was a painter. I don't know um, any Da Vinci's. Of art. course, Mona Lisa's Mona is famous. Lisa? Last Supper is not what we're looking. No, it's not no, Mona Lisa. It's not Mona Lisa's not stars. This is his other famous illustration. I'm standing there. Wait, wait, I wait, 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 wait. Yes, it's the one where he's like, he, he's, I can't, I know it's the one where it's, they use it on the, on the shuttle, on, on the space pro Voyager to show. You know what he's talking about? You see I, the image? No. Is it one where it's like this, arm, this, The arm, this. the men are out like, the man's out like this. I haven't, I don't know. Oh, it's in science. It ha the what? The perfect man. It has a specific name. It was in that one. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't remember the actual I know fucking name. I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. God damn it, how did I forget it? The, it? The, 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 the Vitruvian Man, Vitruvian Man, that's it. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes. Everybody? Vitruvian Man, yes, that's it. It's a Vitruvian Man. So you're telling him it's the Vitruvian Man? Yes, in that same excited thing, because I okay. like it when I... <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci, the Renaissance polymath known for his artistic masterpieces like the Mona Lisa, in the Last Supper, also made significant contributions to science and anatomy. His famous illustration of the Vitruvian Man is a representation of the ideal proportions of the human body, blending art and science and reflecting the spirit of the Renaissance period. This answer aligns with the riddle's reference to being both a masterpiece of art and a reflection of the stars as da Vinci's work spanned artistic excellence and science innovation. The guardian disappears and a path behind him continues. Nice. Thanks, because I wouldn't have got uh, that one. I, I gotta I gotta tell uh, you guys that, that, that took uh, me took some <laughs> some digging there because I it's one of my favorite. I I, I, I I knew what it was. I just didn't remember the goddamn name. I, I may have gone a little too metaphorical thinking it was Michelangelo, but I, then I remember he's just a painter and a sculptor. He didn't do anything. Yeah, maybe you should have listened to your wife when she said Da Vinci. You're right. You're right. Anyway, you're right. Anyway, this is an out. elementary riddle. But I, I also forgot about the Vitruvian Man. I, for, I, already, I forgot that. At least you know the name. I just knew it was a man that was like that. <laughs> yeah, right. And he was the image of the perfect man. And that he was in that one movie, The Da Vinci. Yes, it was using The Da Vinci Code. Great book and yeah, movie. Yes. Code. I knew that, but... Alright, so as you continue along the Tempora Bridge, you eventually approach the presence of a second Temporal Guardian. Okay. The surroundings are still within the shifting void where time and history intersect in mysterious patterns. The bridge beneath your feet continues to exude an ethereal glow marking the passage of time. 
The second guardian materializes before you, representing a different period in history. This guardian embodies the spirits of ancient Egypt. <laughs> Chris, you're on. Yeah, I step back and look at Chris. Dressed Your time in garments reminiscent of the pharaohs. Their form carries an aura of ancient wisdom and regal authority. With headdress, jewelry, and robes adorned in patterns that evoke the grandeur of the Nile civilization. The void around the Guardian reveals fleeting images of the Egyptian desert, monumental pyramids, hieroglyphs, and majestic pharaohs. You see, glimpse, you see glimpses of scenes from daily life, religious ceremonies, and enigmatic rituals that defined ancient Egypt. As you approach, representing the grandeur of ancient Egypt, he speaks. I am an emblem of life cycle, revered by the ancients who dwell by the Nile, a creature of myth and symbol. My image graces temples and tombs, evoking the eternal. What am I? Um. There's so much. Ah. Uh, Anuk? Yeah, I was gonna say, is he like, kind of like the gatekeeper? I'm the emblem of life cycle, revered by the ancients who dwell by the Nile. A creature of myth and symbol, my image graces temples and tombs evoking the eternal. What am I? Who's the um, life? Oh god. Who was the Ra one? Ra is the, the pharaoh, is the head one with the sun. He has three different <clears throat> forms and travels through the uh Nile from through the night to be reborn again in, during the day. Ra? What's the symbol? Yeah, Wait. Wrong. So what's Ra's symbol? The eye. The eye. The sun disc? Eye is horse. Oh, there is an eye of Ra and an eye of Horus, but his symbol is a sun. Hmm. Okay. Okay. But the mythical beast part is what stops me. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah, Amit would be the one that devours a heart at, at the end, but. Yeah. Thanks. I am an emblem of life's cycle, revered by the ancients who dwell by the Nile. The creature of myth and symbol, my images grace temples and tombs, evoking the eternal. Talking about the Egyptians. Um, what am I? Chris, a cat? <laughs> an onk? I know it's... An onk, sim- that's what I was thinking. It's simple, but if you listen to the riddle, it sounds like because the Egyptians revered cats, right? Yes. Watch it. Yes. Huh? Oh, I'm telling him to watch it. Um, revered by the now. Oh my god. Want it one more time? You would, huh? You want it again? One more time. Yes, please. I am an emblem of life's cycle. Revered by the ancients who dwell by the Nile, the creature of myth and symbol, my image graces temples and tombs, evoking the eternal. What am I? So it's a creature. Mm. The Ankh is the closest answer I can think of. No, no, because that's that's not a creature. Yeah, but it's not a creature. Those who normally, the ones that dwell near the Nile are Sobek, 
who can merge with Raw to. Uh, Wouldn't it be the people by the creature? But cats have been of dead. So are the cats. But the cat was revered by the Egyptians who were by the Nile. Yes. Uh, had a Egyptians lot of Egyptian tombs keep. had cats in hieroglyphs in uh, said tombs. Yeah. Do we just want to guess that? And pray we're not wrong? Because I think we're overthinking this. Oh yeah, we probably are, and I'm trying to go into too much different information all around. Probably it's probably the onk, but not because it's a mythical creature, and mm. onk is not a creature. Mm. A symbol. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Oh, what was? No, that doesn't reside near the riverside, though. Can I just say what I think it is? And is everybody yeah. in? I look up at yeah. uh, and I'm like, a cat? That's your final answer. Frog can die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a reflex check. Oh, shit. Oh, Pans. shit. Nope, just Pam. Hell yeah. And I ain't. These lasers come out of the eyes, and you're able to roll out of the way of it. As I'm saying, it's not a cat. It's not a cat. <laughs> okay. Um. And, and you hear in your heads one more time. Okay, so it's not a cat. All right. Um. Um. What? Symbol uh, and a creature resides by the Nile. What's the symbol of Sobek, the crocodile? Yeah. Would but it be that is he a he's a god of, of strength? Cycle? No, he is strength. Who is the god of god or goddess of life? Osiris. Yep. Okay. What is Osiris's? Osiris is and a he was, hawk. And he... No, that's Horus. Well, I know Osiris was a bird, right? No, Osiris is just a person, right? He's not. A, no, he's not a creature. He's a bird. Oh, there's two: Osiris and. Osiris, which bird is Osiris? Uh, a fancy one that I can't, can't never remember. Eb? No, that's Thoth. Oh. I will say, you guys are focusing on the wrong parts of the phrasing. <laughs> I am an emblem of life's cycle. Revered by the ancients who dwell by the Nile. A creature of myth and symbol, my image graces temples and tombs, evoking the eternal. What am I? What symbol is mostly found on temples? What's like onk. one step? It's got to be the Ankh because the ancients by the Nile is obviously the Egyptians, right? It's obviously we're not talking about crocodiles, it's obviously not cats. So, yeah, um, as, as we found out the hard way, yeah, good moves, by the way, honey. Um, it, it's got to be the onk, it's got to be something that's just that's consistently a temple. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try, up. I'm gonna try and guess. I'm gonna walk I... up and say the onk before, yeah, I'm gonna walk up away. and I'll, I'll do it. I'll walk Fine. up. Final answer, 
I walk up to this thing and say, an onk. Okay. The onk is an ancient Egyptian hieroglyph symbol that represents life, immortality, and the cycle of life and death. It is often depicted as a cross with a loop at the top and is a symbol of great significance in ancient Egyptian religion and culture. It graced the walls of temples and tombs, symbolizing the enduring and eternal nature of life, and was considered a powerful amulet for protection and prosperity. And it disappears and the path continues, which you guys were rethinking. You know we said it immediately, and then we were like, no. You guys literally, it was the first answer you gave. (laughs) And then we second-guessed ourselves. Oh, boy. All right, I lead the group toward the next thing. Okay. You find yourselves approaching a third guardian. The surroundings remain within the enigmatic void with the ethereal bridge beneath your feet glowing and pulsing with shifting colors. This guardian embodies the Victorian era, clad in attire reminiscent of the 19th century. Their appearance is marked by the elegance and sophistication of the Victorian period with a refined sense of fashion, corsets, top hats, and intricately designed dresses. The void around the Guardian displays fleeting images of Victorian London, complete with gaslit streets, ornate architecture, and carriages. You see scenes of society balls, innovations of the Industrial Revolution, and the genteel manners and etiquette of the time. As you approach, it speaks... In my time, innovation and invention flourished, and society reveled in grand spectacles and dazzling contraptions. I am a source of light and wonder, bringing illumination to the darkest corners. What am I? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Yes. In my time, innovation and invention flourished, and society reveled in grand spectacles and dazzling contraptions. I am a source of light and wonder bringing illumination to the darkest corners. What am I? Sounds like electricity. I'm telling to the other people. Sounds like electricity. Electricity would have been the newest Marvel thing and was becoming very widespread in the 19th century. Uh, yeah. Gas gas lamps had been around for quite some time, so they wouldn't have been anything new in spectacle. Same coal. <laughs> One more time. Sorry, GM. I'm sorry. I was just... Innovation in my time, innovation and invention flourished, and society reveled in grand spectacles and dazzling contraptions. I am a source of light and wonder, bringing illumination to the darkest corners. What am I? Yeah, I think electricity. It's got to be electricity. It's the only, it, it's the, it would be the biggest marvel marvel innovation they had next to the yeah. steam engine. Um. Yeah, All I'm th- gonna say is specificity. 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 The light bulb. Light. Oh, yeah, yeah, light bulb. Is that our final answer? Yeah, I would say the light bulb. During the Victorian era, remarkable innovations in technology and science occurred. And one of the most iconic inventions was the electric light bulb. This creation, often associated with Thomas Edison. Brought illumination to homes, streets, and workplaces, transforming society by banishing darkness and enabling activities to continue well into the night, including murder from a serial killer. Um, <laughs> I mean, especially 
London. Um, it disappears. <sighs> half continues. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, it's like, so hey, we got one. We didn't have to you almost dodge laser beams. Let's go. Oh, we did, I just continue. We all, I guess we all continue down the path. Okay. Yeah. So you continue your journey. You approach a fourth guardian. Surroundings stay the same. This one takes the form of a Viking warrior from the Viking Age. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. They're clad in attire reminiscent of the seafaring Norsemen adorned with fur, chainmail, and a horned helmet. A fierce determination and spirit of adventure emanate from their presence. The void around the Guardian presents glimpses of the rugged landscapes of ancient Scandinavia with fjords, long ships, and mythical creatures of Norse mythology. You may witness scenes of Viking raids, Norse sagas, and the worship of ancient gods. As he begins to speak, <clears throat> this is an easy one too. I am the tree of life, sheltering the nine realms. My roots delve deep into the underworld, while my branches reach high into the heavens. My name is whispered in ancient tales of gods and giants. What am I? You can hear yourself. Oh, that's how you pronounce it? Hit yourself. Yidrasil. Oh, yeah. Yidrasil. So that's your final answer. Yes. Yeah, I'll say yes. it. Yidrasil okay. is a central and sacred concept in North mythology. It is often referred to as the world tree and is believed to connect the nine realms of existence, including Midgard, our realm, Asgard, the realm of the Aesir gods, and Jotunheim, the realm of the giants. Yidrasil's roots extend into the underworld, its trunk stands in Midgard, and its branches reach into the heavens plays a crucial role in the cosmology of Norse mythology and is an integral part of the Norse worldview. The answer reflects your knowledge of Norse mythology and the significance of the Yggdrasil. As it disappears, a door appears at the end. All right, let's go. I'll go first. Can I push Ben through? Hey! You disappear and reappear standing at that central chamber. The door. Okay. Symbol glows. Oh boy. The third door shows a void like abyss above. Okay. I open the door and I push Chris through since he decided to try to push me through. Okay. I'm going to spin around and grab Ben and pull him with me. Come here, cowboy. boy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to follow It leads into a void like abyss, exuding an eerie and mysterious atmosphere. It suggests the idea of sensory deprivation and sensation of being lost in boundless expanse of emptiness. As you step through, you find yourselves in an unsettling, ever-shifting void. You have entered a realm of sensory deprivation where your senses are distorted and challenged. This challenge is going to revolve around your ability to navigate a realm where sight, sound, touch, and perception become elusive and unpredictable. The first part is the blind navigation. In this portion, you must navigate through a pitch black void where you can't rely on your sense of sight. Instead, you must trust your other senses, such as touch and hearing, to move you forward. You may encounter obstacles that require careful movement and attentive listening to the Okay. I'll... I start walking forward. 
Okay. Same here. Okay. I'm gonna reach my hand out trying to find a wall first. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of like. You can't feel anything. I'm going to. I have one hand out like this listen. to kind of. I. I'm actually closing my eyes. Okay. Like I am not trying to see through the darkness. I'm closing my eyes and I'm trying to listen. Give me a perception, please. Actually, everybody close your eyes. You're blind right now. Everybody close your eyes right now. I want you to get into the the feeling. You can open them when you roll, but you're not rolling. Only cars rolling the perception. Um, couch, because I probably fall asleep. <laughs> right. That was a two out of four. Okay. You begin hearing beeping, intermittent sounds. Hmm. Uh, I actually follow the beep. Okay. You guys begin to follow the beeps. Uh, everybody go ahead and make another perception check, please. <laughs> I, I don't hear so anything. Much. Four out of four. I hate Seven out so of ten. Much. One? What'd you get? Seven out of ten. Okay. I got a one. Do I have to close my eyes again? Yes. I'm going to fall off my dice no, Rolled off my to. dice tower and gave me a one. You can reroll it. Four out of ten. Okay. Better than one. Holy shit. <sighs> the very. They they seem because again this is a group check so they seem. Be getting quieter. Hmm. They were moving away from it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep following. Give me another uh, one. All of us. Everybody, this is gonna be a group check for all of us. I, I need new dice. Four I got a four. ten out of ten. Huh? Five out of eight. Elliot, you need new dice. I do need new dice. Where's your Safi dice? Uh, somewhere in my room. I have them in that Cthulhu thing that I was given. Car, what'd you get? Four out of four. When okay. I went south was when I heard Cthulhu. The beeps get louder. <laughs> We're getting closer. Boop. Let's keep going towards it. Yep. All right. Oh, going. that works. Um, all right. Give me another one. I got a six out of ten. Three out of eight. Three out of, out of eight. Mostly a failure. Damn. It starts to get less intermittent. 
moving away from it. We're moving away. I, 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 I think we're moving away. Let's try and readjust. Okay. Again. If you guys move too far away, you'll be lost in here. Oh, God. Seven out of eight. Nine about out of eight. About fucking time, Elliot. Three out of four. About time. Nine out of ten. How about eight? Eight out of eight. Success from everybody. Begins to get quicker and louder. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I don't think so. But, um... Alright, I will say... Oh, yeah, a little bit, actually. Bells, yeah. Um, all right, go again. On bridges falling down, falling down. Uh, five. Five out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out. Yeah. Mostly success. Quicker. We're close. We're close, guys. Keep it up. If you guys guys succeed. Seven out of eight. Six out of ten. Nine out of ten. All right. So, you move through and there's a door. You can't really see it, but actually, Pam, you bump right into it. Oh. Okay, honey. Boom. Boom. Yeah, you all like pancake ah! each other. God, yes! Oh, get off me! Oh, Just open the door. Dude. What? What's what? What happened? Ran into something as I kind of feel around to see if there's like a handle or something on the door. You find it. I just open the door and I'm like, okay. As you open, lights. Ah! Son of a bitch! I'm blind. Just oh. move. I start pushing. I start pushing through. I, I just go and swing at Ben for pushing me through. I attempt to block. You can duck under it. As you go through... How can you duck sudden, under if she's shorter? All of a sudden, your ears begin to ring. Oh, like oh, like it does when... Not tonight, yeah, Like, ah! And it's all distorted. Almost like when you get off a plane. Oh, I hate that. And your ears don't pop. Um, this is the part of auditory deception. This is hell. This is what this Your is. Your sense of sound is becoming unreliable. Echoes and phantom noises surround you, making it difficult to discern what is real. Ben, you, I cover you my hear, ears. I... What? What's that? What? Nice. Be nice. You you begin all of you begin to hear little things. Uh pan here. And you just see me you just see me start freaking out. I attempt to calm Pam down. I I cover uh, my ears. My my uh, ears are covered. So you you're going to have to do. Um, I'm going to require charisma checks <laughs> to be able to make it through. If you can succeed, um, you must succeed on three of them okay. out of four. 
Like individually? No, as a group. Okay. Well, that's a fail. 10 out of 12. Uh, 7 out of 10. 6 out of 10. 7 out of 8. Hold the Pam. I start freaking out. I, I'm trying nervous. to hold Pam. Honey, it's okay. okay. We just need to get through this. Just go to the happy place. Go to the happy place. Okay, that's good. 10 out of 10. What is going on tonight? What do you got? Oh, no. Nope, that was the wrong one. Oh, one. Five out of eight. Oh, six out of ten. Okay. Two out of ten. Here. Uh, you, you all, those of you that fail, that can't quite discern, I'm coming to get you. You're going to give me fucking nightmares. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but that is a success overall. Uh, spider monkey okay. tonight, by the way. So was it one more? You have to succeed on one more, yes. But there is two more checks. Seven out of ten. Okay. Four out of twelve. Okay. Three out of ten. Okay. Chris, it's up to you. Yes. Okay, nope, we don't. Damn it, Chris! Oh, you want to play? No, no, we don't want to play. No, we don't want to play. Uh, Sorry, Hag. That's the Hag. Oh. Um, all right, last one. If you fail, you will start to go insane. Okay, 11 out of 12. 6 out of 10. 9, nine, out, of nine 10. out of 10. It doesn't matter. They and all, Cara, they uh, all Jake, she owe me a Coke. Um, <laughs> all right, Coke. so, Chris, you still here. Hey, you want to play? <laughs> um, but you guys are able to make it through <laughs> that would be me. until I'm you sorry. find a door. Uh, Let's yeah. not go back through that door. Yeah, I seriously. I kept hearing snakes. Let's I not go back to hearing stuff. Let's just, I mean, more than usual. Let's Goodbye. just get out of here. Bye. Bye. No, no, no. Well, no, I, no, I no, shut no, the door no, behind no, me. No, Bye. No, see no. you later. And as you shut the door, that door begins to feel really hot. Ow! Son of a bitch. Mm. You are now in the illusion of touch. Oh, in this final stage of no. this one, you face illusions of tactile sensations. No, no. No, you may feel intense God. heat, cold, or pressure that's not real. You must distinguish between genuine physical experiences and illusory sensations that re to reach the exits. You just see me go like this and put my arms over my head and just like, nope, nope. So, as, as you all move forward, there's like this like rickety bridge. And... It, you you get the sense that as you walk on it, it's starting to tilt, so you're like moving across the ropes. <laughs> um, everybody, give me a uh, charisma. Why charisma? Okay, I mean it's literally overcoming things with charisma. Caleb, I just have one request. Please be very nice. That's... Uh, eight eight out of ten. 
three out of three out of, out of ten. Six out of eight. Okay, so that's a failure mm. overall. Um, nice. So as you're moving across, it, it's all you. But you all are kind of trying to stay, nah. and and you move. And if you've ever seen those pictures of things that have like a hundred tiny holes, oh, trypophobia. Yes. Um, it. Uh, you don't need to see it. I'm so confused. That's why you need to see it. Yeah, hold on. Okay, so if this bothers you, you have trypophobia. Uh, which these usually bother me. But I'm not the one here, so. Fuck you. Where'd you poke it at? Oh. Oh, meh. I think it's because it looks like insect nests. So that's almost what you're feeling as you're walking across. Like there's little bumps. As you're moving across. Give me another check. Charisma? Yep. Hey. Another 8 out of 10 for me. Is that a 9? Yes. 10 out of 10. 9 out of 12. 6 out of 8. That's a success all around. Can we get rid of the gross feeling shit? It feels like a normal rope again. As you guys move along. Give me another one. No. I don't like it. 11 out of 12. 6 out of 10. Nine out of ten. Six out of eight. Another success. That's two. You continue to move along. It's rickety, but you're going. Got another one. Nine out of ten. Two out of ten. At least she's not crit failing. Yeah, but he's an asshole. Oh, everybody else is crit failing. So this is a fail. This is the fourth one. Come on, Ben. You should have carried us. Well, sorry. As you're moving, each one of you, it's different. Ben, you don't feel anything different. Each one of you, it's different. It's almost like your worst fears under your hands. So, Pam, you begin to feel scales, slimy scales. (laughs) I I kind of let go go of the ropes. But slimy is gross. uh, Yeah, it's almost like slug-like at the same time like that and, <laughs> and then Kara you feel spiders crawling up your arm oh god oh god oh no 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 yeah no, I let go and you're yeah I let go give me a reflex check are both of you letting go alright both of you give me reflex checks God. What did you do? She got in that one. Yeah. Oh, both they both you. got. Begin to I'm fall gonna... off. I reach I'm out gonna... for Pam I'm and try and grab her. Reaching out for Car. Yeah, I'll help. Yep. Reflex checks. For us? Yeah. Okay, reflexes. For who? I'm trying to help. I don't know if I made it. Ha! Oh, eight out of eight. Five out of ten. Eight? 
<laughs> you both catch your respective person. I lift, I try and pull Pam up. Strength checks to pull up. <laughs> Another eight out of eight. It's a good thing it wasn't nice. a bad failure. She would have pulled you down. <laughs> yeah. Six out of eight. Okay. You both are able to lift them back up. Uh, Elliot, you're helping on both sides. Uh, Pam, what the hell happened? There's no Make fucking snakes here. Make it There's no fucking snakes here. Spiders. It's in your head. And as I'm you're just trying to wrap my arms gently around my wife. Give me both you and Kara. Give me uh, checks again, charisma. Uh, okay, nine out of ten. Failing. Okay, Kara, you're fine. As you grab back onto the ropes, as you go to grab back on. It's like grabbing on the maple syrup. Pam, I, I, I put my I put my shoulder on Pam. Pam, it's in your head. I don't just suck it up and move. I hate heights, and you're and you're in the way. You're in my way. I give don't a give a Pam, shit. Pam, grab his balls. Good. Shut up, Chris. Give me a charisma. That's a two out of ten. As you say that, you look down, <laughs> and it's about a three hundred foot drop. I immediately drop to my knees and into and curl into a ball. <laughs> if I am touching. I go and kick him in the ball. <laughs> <ball. laughs> and uh, as I'm holding onto the rope, I can deal with this stickiness that is on my hands right now. You can deal with the fucking height. Just look up. You must. All you must as a group succeed on this next check. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Charisma. 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 Oh, thank God. <laughs> Eight, Eight out of ten. Nine out of ten. Eight out of ten for me. One. Chris. One. But I will say three out of two succeeded. Three out of two. So. Wait, what? What? He said three out of two. Oh, I'm sorry. Three <laughs> succeeded over two. Um, all right. So you find yourself standing before a door as you make it through. I push I through and run through the door. door. And I open yeah, it. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Disappear. I walk out. Back in that center chamber. Like, I go over to the door. I'm no, assuming it's no. all. Check my hands. Check my hands. Uh, your hands are fine. The door. I go over to the door and I kick it. The next one? No, no, the one that we just came out of because fuck that door. Okay. Just because fuck you, door, and I walk back to the group. Are we going to the next door? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next door has a puzzle piece above it. Okay. I have to take a quick bite. I'm sorry. Um. All right. The next door. Uh, you guys not I'm going go in. in. I'm right, gonna go in. I'll go in first because everyone else is probably freaked out. Okay. I get. I don't want to feel emotions. more sticky and. Slugs and snakes and hearing shit anymore. As you enter, you encounter a surreal and ever-shifting dreamscape, a mental maze 
that test your ability to navigate the unpredictable nature of sentient thought. So, this is the sentient enigma. You must grapple with the enigmatic puzzles and riddles that exhibit a form of consciousness. These sentient elements are designed to confound and astound, requiring you to unravel the mysteries of the sentient landscape. Now, each of you are approached by a corporeal figure. <laughs> you, I hide between them. You, this, these figures appear to you. Um, and actually, the first corporeal figure appears to Ben. I miss. Sorry. This figure begins to speak to you and you alone. I am an empire once vast and grand. In history's embrace, I firmly stand. From the days of the Republic to Imperial might, I ruled with authority, spreading my lights. Legions and legacies I've left behind, my influence on culture still defined. From Caesar's ambition to the Colosseum's might, I'm a specific empire known for my fights. Aqueducts and arches, my builders' grace. In my time of glory, they took their place. What am I in history's sprawling attire, an empire of antiquity where legends transpire? You're the Roman Empire. And the corporeal disappears. And Ben disappears. Kara <laughs> in front of you. Deep in the roots of Idrisil's mites, I hold the secrets of day and night. With runes inscribed and wisdom profound, in me the fates of gods and men are bound. I'm a collection of stories of Eddas and more, where gods and giants clash in galore. From the halls of Valhalla to the serpent's great coil, in me the myths of the Northland unspoil. The thunder of Thor, the wisdom of Odin, in these ancient pages their tales are chosen. The magic of Freya, the mischief of Loki, in my sacred texts, their stories I stow thee. A specific matter within Norse myth I unveil. In my ancient bindings, the gods' tales I regale. What am I in this world of mythic fame? Solve my riddle and honor Norse's great name. Look. I actually have to look up its name, but I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. I think I have it too. Well, I did no clue. Norse mythology is not my forte. I think I know, but I'm not sure. Not your riddle. <laughs> That's why I'm scared because I don't do good with riddles. <laughs> Overthink all of them. I know. All of you do. Friends were so easy. Yeah, yeah you gave him like the easiest freaking one. I even know it was the Roman Empire. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Every <laughs> single fucking day. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. Why? How could I not? I think about it sometimes, but not like that. I think more Greek than yeah Roman, mainly because of Akate. Mm. 
I, I, I know. Give me what you're thinking. I don't remember the fucking name of it. And you know how to describe it? Honey. Starts with a P. I can't even remember how to look it up because I, I So I said it. I said part of it in it. You want me to read it again for you? Yes. Okay. Deep in the roots of Idrisil's might, I hold the secrets of day and night. With runes inscribed and wisdom profound, in me the fates of gods and men are bound. I'm a collection of stories of Eddas and more, where gods and giants clash in galore. From the halls of Valhalla to the serpent's great coil, in me the mists of the Northland unspoil. The thunder of Thor, the wisdom of Odin, in these ancient pages their tales are choded. The magic of Freya, the mischief of Loki, in my sacred texts their stories I stow thee. A specific matter with a Norse myth I unveil, in my ancient bindings the gods' tales I regale. What am I in this world of mythic fame, solve my riddle and honor Norse's great name? You are the Norse Eddas. Yes. Also known as the Poetic Edda or the Prose Edda. And it disappears and Kara disappears. Uh-oh. I heard Edda and then it's like I was overthinking it. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew it. it. it like, I thought it was going to be Mimir. No. Uh, no. The way he was talking, it's the Eddas. Yeah. Chris. You're waiting for me to be last, aren't you? Yes, you are last. Um, within my hallowed pages, you'll find the Nile's flow, where gods and pharaohs held power long ago. Imprinted with tales of pyramids and sand, I reveal the secrets of Egypt's ancient land. The mighty Ra with a sun disk of gold. In me, his legends and stories are told. From Osiris's resurrection to Anubis's scales, in my text, Egypt's mythical tales prevail. I'm a specific text with spells and rites, an ancient guide to Egypt's divine sights. In me, the journey to oh, the afterlife's embrace, what am I that holds Egypt's sacred grace? Book of the Dead. Correct. And Chris disappears as well. <laughs> Elliot. I'm crafted from wood with strings that sing. In the hands of a maestro, I take to the wing. With a bow's gentle stroke or virtuoso's touch, I create music that's loved, admired so much. My body's like a curvy, feminine figure. My tones resonate and make your heart trigger. From the orchestral stage to chamber delight, I'm a specific instrument bringing music to light. In the hands of great composers, I've played with melodies and concertos I've swayed. What am, what am I with curves so fine in a realm of music, a treasure divine? You're muted. Oh, so I'm, it's either a violin or a viola. Violin. Uh, I'm going to go with violin. It is a violin. The... Figure disappears and you disappear. Pam is the only one. Guys, this is not cool.
We can't answer you. Which means you guys can't help her either. Wait, what? They can't hear it. Oh, fuck me. I'm a symbol of power, a spellcaster's tool. In the world of magic, I am very cool. With pentacles and sticks, I often unite. A specific artifact of magic's true light. In sacred circles and ancient rites, I'm used to summon spirits in the nights. With candles and crystals, my presence is clear. As a, as a specific object that practitioners hold dear. A book of shadows, a cauldron's embrace, my uses vary in magic's grand space. What am I with mystical might in the world of magic? I'm a source of insight. This is your final answer. Do you want me to read it again? I'm a symbol of power, a spellcaster's tool. In the world of magic, I am very cool. With pentacles and sticks, I often unite. A specific artifact of magic's true light. In sacred circles and ancient rites, I'm used to summon spirits in the nights. With candles and crystals, my presence is clear as a specific object that practitioners hold dear. A book of shadows, a cauldron's embrace, my uses vary in magic's grand space. What am I with mystical might? In the world of magic, I'm a source fool. I'm a source of insight. Okay, a wand. Correct. Hey. Oh, fucking <laughs> you would have been trapped there if you said tarot cards. And all of a sudden, you guys are back in the central chamber together. Okay. The door. Thanks, all you seven, fuckers, right? for leaving me. We're going to five Eight. out of seven, right? This is five, yes. Okay. Don't be mad at me. I am mad at you. I didn't know I was going to disappear. Bullshit. Or... I'm just glad it was a good kind of disappearing. Uh, well, I, I head for the next door and I open it. Yeah, I'll okay. follow. Well, wait for us, Kara. Um, so I, I, I will say, as you approach above the door, it looks like a pair of shadowy figures. As you enter oh, the Council of Shadows. As you enter the door leading to the Council of Shadows, you find yourselves in a dimly lit chamber shrouded in secrecy. The room is circular with tall, ornate columns lining the circumference, each adorned with shadowy tapestries depicting figures obscured by darkness. In the center stands a circular table with seven intricately carved chairs, all of which are currently unoccupied. I go up and look at the chairs. You get a sense that each chair is a different challenge. Hmm. Great. Okay. Oh boy. Is there any design on the chair to see if there's a difference for the challenge? Well, as you approach the first chair, it begins to whisper a riddle. No, <laughs> no more riddles. The voice, neither hostile nor friendly, asks you a riddle. I have cities with no people, forests with no trees, and rivers with no water, so hear me please. I lie beneath the stars, but have no sky, a silent enigma hidden from the eye. What am I? Do we all hear that, or just her? All of you. Repeat it one more time. You approach, or I have cities with no people, forests with no trees, and rivers with no water, so hear me please. 
I lie beneath the stars but have no sky, a silent enigma hidden from the eye. What am I? A map. Right? A map? Yeah. That's your final answer. Map. Uh, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. sure? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, I am. I need an agreement from everybody. Yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Good job, Elliot. I remember you doing that, that one before. That reminds me of one from my, my favorite game. Mm -hmm. I played that one um, too many times. That chair, a spectral figure appears. Yeah. Like a shadowy figure. <laughs> I jump back. Signaling completion. Does not look at anybody. It just sits there. The second chair. As you approach the shifting shadows chair, you find yourselves in a chamber with walls covered in mysterious, ever-shifting shadows. The room is dimly lit, and the shifting shadows cast intriguing patterns on the floor. You can observe that the shadows continually transform, creating various symbols and patterns in an almost mesmerizing dance. Hmm. You must figure out the sequence of symbols. So the first symbol. Okay. Shit, I don't have a pen. Thank you. The first symbol. Don't lose that pen. That's my favorite pen. Oh. It's like the only pens I use. Um, the serpent, a sinuous snake-like pattern that twists and turns. The next symbol is the crescent moon, a recurring crescent moon symbol that shifts from waxing to waning. The next is the eye, an eye symbol that blinks and opens at irregular intervals. Kind of creepy. And then the quill, a quill-like symbol that appears to write something before vanishing. So you must decipher each one and figure out what order they go in. Okay. Um. Hmm. You guys are able to talk it out. Um. Serpent, a crescent moon, an eye, and a quill. Huh. Take a closer look at the serpent to see if I can notice anything. Okay. Um. <clears throat> As you look, the serpent moves in a circular pattern. Um, but when it does, as it does, its head is kind of tilted out, and the tongue is flicking out. But it's still going in a circle. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a closer look at the moon. Okay. Um, it's just changing from waning to waxing and back and forth. I'll take a look at the eye. Okay. The eye is blinking at different intervals. Yes. Um, give me a perception. Four out of ten. Okay, you can't quite make out any kind of specific pattern. 
Okay. I I'll take a look at the eye. Give me a perception. A no good. Five out of eight. Okay. It's flashing, so it's almost flashing in Roman numerals. Two, three, four. As you're watching it, it goes to what would be what would be later, like if it if it were a day later in the day, and then it stops and then resets. So it's I will say with looking at these you can kind of start to pick out because you got pretty high. You can start to pick out that this is almost a a day cycle between these. And Chris, the quill. It's isn't writing something, it is drawing something. And it looks like it is drawing a almost almost like a a in between sunset and sunrise. On and dusk. So the serpent almost is kind of like the uh, world serpent without biting the tail. Because it's going in a circular pattern with the head cocked out and the tongue flickering Hmm. Mistakes going like this, and as it goes, the tongue is flicking like the sun. It's almost like a clock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like all... Because so the eye was like a day cycle. The serpent is flicking its tongue out almost like the hours on a clock. The crescent moon is constantly changing between waning and waxing. Everybody give me a perception check. Ten out of ten. Two out of eight. Three out of four. Three out of ten. Another one. Kara, you were correct in your assumption on the snake. It is the sun. Okay, so that would be noon. 
So I will say, um, <laughs> oh, oh, I think, I think I've, I think I've got it. Okay. I serpent quill moon. No. Serpent eye quail moon? Serpent's in the right place. So as you're, you actually are able to like, almost, it's weird, you're almost able to grab these shadows. And Elliot, when you do that, you, and the serpent locks in place as the first. So the serpent. And what about, I pick up the, well, and try to put it next to the serpent. It continues to move. Serpent moon. Ser serpent. Elliot, you grab the moon. Locks into place. Serpent moon, quill eye. Damn. Nope. I, I pick up the eye. Quill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Serpent. You, you Serpent. literally said it in the order that we were gonna gonna do. Yeah, yeah I did. You son <laughs> of a bitch. Serpent represents the day. He was creating a sun. Yeah. The crescent moon represents twilight. It's waxing and waning. Mm. The eye represents night, and the quill represents dawn. It was so, in the correct form the whole time. Yes, it was. Then poke him. <laughs> poke him. No. Um, it holds too much power. I so can't. That, <laughs> he literally yeah. holds our life right now. You you appear back at the table, and another figure pops up in that chair. I go look at the next chair. The third chair, the veiled truth. This is the moral dilemmas. <laughs> oh, no, not these no, moral dilemmas. No. We suck at these. No. In front of you. Lies a room where you discover that the Council of Shadows has been involved in both benevolent and malevolent actions throughout history. On one side, there is a wall inscribed with their positive contributions, such as saving a village from a deadly plague and protecting a vulnerable group from harm. On the other side, there are disturbing accounts of atrocities they've committed, like manipulating a kingdom into a disastrous war or exploiting, exploiting vulnerable communities for their own gain. You must decide whether to expose the truth, truth, choosing to reveal the Council's actions to the world, bringing to light both their commendable deeds and their malevolent schemes. This could lead to potential chaos as the world grapples with the revelations, but it would hold the Council accountable for their actions. Or you could protect the veil, decide to keep the Council's actions a secret, safeguarding their enigmatic knowledge while preventing the potential harm that could come from the revelation. This choice would preserve the council's influence, but may feel ethically compromising. I feel like right, say, well, the world's a group. I say the world is pretty much fucked right now, so I don't think it should be any more fucked. So it's your world, huh? It's <laughs> your world. Yeah, I'm, I'm just assuming. Reminds me of well, the Ravens. I. I think I we should expose the we, truth. I say we don't expose the truth. I vote we don't expose the truth. I love these more dilemmas. 
All right, because if is. we expose the truth with whatever world, it could lead to more harm than good. That's what I'm worried about, too. Usually I'm all about the truth coming out. I'm but... honestly with Ben on this one. Because if right, we leave things a secret, they could do more harm in the future than good at mm -hmm. turning the world into more chaos than what true. it already is. Oh, oh God. We need a type. We have a type. Now we got our tiebreaker. Yeah, cars tiebreaker. Has to be a unanimous decision. Oh, I'm okay damn with it. voting for whatever's the whatever. <laughs> Just like uh, all more of the letters, it's got to be unanimous. Whatever's vote more not of us, I'm vote? okay with accepting that. Cannot vote not to vote. <laughs> not vote. You can't abstain. <laughs> you don't vote, you die. Okay. Okay. But actually, you don't vote. You watch your spouse die. No. <laughs> But actually, you know what? Hey, whoa! <laughs> whoa! Okay. Wow. <laughs> over and over again. Over and over and over and over. Well, uh, he kind of deserves it because of what he's done. Oh my God! Let's not, let's make a mountain out of the molehill, why don't we? Wait, wait, wait! What? What did I miss? Nothing. 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 Uh. Oh, Kara, I don't think we heard from you. No, she hasn't spoke yet. Ah. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to. Yuki, what you doing? More dilemmas are never her favorite. Now they suck. I'll change my vote. Let's just keep it secret. I still don't think that. Oh, you're really easy to manipulate. There's no good. <laughs> this is this is what sucks about these moral dilemmas. There's no good answer. You you so expose really, every two evils. It? It's the lesser of two evils. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I mean, the it's lesser what, of the two evils it's what is a, to keep it secret. It's what a certain country is having to deal with right now. It's what every country deals with in their whole because history. I think we should just keep it secret for the fact that. Well, we don't know if that's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I go and yeah, look but... at and see if there's anything with their evil deeds on it and start reading. It's just the wall that depicts some of the things that I already said. Okay. So I look at it and see if there's anything it. that I can't. I already said it. No, I only heard the pros. They manipulated the country to war. They manipulated the kingdom into a disastrous war and exploited vulnerable communities for their own gain. But on the plus side, they saved the village from a deadly plague and protected a vulnerable group. So they destroyed <laughs> kingdoms, but saved a village. Correct. And took... Saved a village of... They destroyed a kingdom that could defend itself. Well, they didn't destroy a kingdom, they led it to war. That could potentially defend itself, but a defenseless village they saved. Now, the kingdom, they could have been trying to do the right thing by manipulating them into war. Yeah. Or that maybe changed the fact they, that they did. Maybe that's how they saved the village. I still say we keep it secret. I'm convinced. Let's keep it secret. I'm not, though. I'm still actually Crap. not. You're always the one that <laughs> never can decide. 
Hey, at least I've given an answer. My wife's been silent. If you would shut up, I would give my answer. <laughs> Someone's sleeping on the couch tonight. For keeping it a secret. Okay, so everybody but Chris because wants to keep it a secret. We don't know why they did. Their horrendous actions. Unfortunately, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. If we tell the world, that could ruin everything, including all of the good. Yeah. If they've kept like, their good deeds a secret as well, that kind of shows that they're not the type of people that want credit. You know what I mean? I mean, they're literally so. called Council of Shadows, so... Yeah. So they it's don't not like they're known. doing it for... Think, think of them as the Order of the Raven. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking, like... Sometimes you have the best of intentions, but you gotta do some real shitty stuff to... Mm do the right thing, even though it's, you know. Chris? I we have to be know. unanimous. I know. It, it just still... Arbit Why do you want again. it out? Why do you want it out? I want it out because, yes, they saved a village. I'm full forward. But they could easily... You automatically assume that they may have put the uh, country to war for a good reason. Just no, going off I, some information. I never did that. I don't think anybody thinks that they did. No. It could what easily they done they it did, for fun. Okay. Which means, what else could they do for fun? But who says they, that they didn't start the war with the kingdom or? Manipulated the kingdom into war to save the village. Because it's more because on that the king side. That kingdom could have been destroying the village, so the Shadow Council decided, well, we're going to kind of talk in your ear a little bit to get you to leave this village alone. I would think if that was a reasoning, it'd be more a pro than a con. Because the end, not necessarily. The... Yeah, I think it's not like necessarily kind of sacrificed for it. Is why it's on the con side because it's a lot more lives. So they probably saved a village that one of them was from to destroy and destroy the and started. And they could have just easily did it because they wanted to throw a kingdom in war. Yeah, I mean, we also don't know if the kingdom was full of bad people or not. They could have been a. Absolutely it terrible. could have also that's, been. That's the issue with moral things is we can assume. Yes, but the we all intentions. have to be on the same page. I'm aware. Can I finish? No. Well, yes. then I'm not gonna choose my uh, change. I just start banging my head on the on a wall somewhere. I get what you're coming from, dear. But we know the consequence of telling the world 
How in the world, yes, could easily plunge the world into chaos. But through chaos can come order. It has shown that repeatedly throughout times, historical times. Not necessarily. Most times when when things are exposed to chaos is all consuming and destructive. I'm not saying I'm not it saying is, I like that's it. Chaos that is chaos. But through that, people have endured and brought forth better, more prosperous lives. says there's not going to be a bigger war and more death and more destruction. That's not okay, chaos. That's just about, death. Let's go about it this way. You guys want to use the village as the reason they started a war. Okay, they saved a village, which was part of the Whispers, which plunged into war. That kingdom was us trying to protect that village. That's probably we don't know their reasoning. Okay. So why would we spill we a secret? Two events together that we, we know don't of. know anything. So why would we spill secrets to possibly lead everything to chaos when we don't know anything? And probably because... the world doesn't know anything. So why would we risk throwing everything into chaos when we have the opportunity not to throw it into chaos? Because in the end, it's like bottling your emotions if yeah. you keep it silent. But who knows that someone doesn't already know this and they can go out and spill it. Not us, where we're stuck in this book trying to stop Ragnarok. Who's saying if we do let the secret out, this isn't another step into going to Ragnarok. So do you Same. really want same thing we to... said about keeping it a secret. Yes, you all can you get very frustrated. Like... I don't like to argue. I, I just... I like more that faults need to be said because I hate bottling my emotions, yet I do it all the time, so I'm a condescending pain in the ass. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> but you but I feel it honestly is better to reveal these sayings because if they're capable of good and bad, but there could be corrections the... made. But who says this doesn't just throw everything off from what we know? Who says this doesn't change the book into the even worse thing? Who says, who it, says doesn't it doesn't change... make the book change it to better? Lesser two evils. Just keep it a secret. Nobody needs to know. I agree. Ah, uh, you would. Alright. Alright. Fine. But then this is on you guys. Yep. I, I mean, I say keep it a secret. Yep, I agree. Keep it a secret. Oh, that was Keep very much. I'm just telling them that it's on them. But we all have to have a unanimous vote. I agree. Five Let's seconds. keep it a secret, yep. but it's on you guys. All right. Okay. So, another figure appears in that chair. Hmm. Now the fourth chair. You see 
enigmatic symbols and complex ancient scripts covering the walls. It's a complex code that must be deciphered. I will show you what the code looks like. I look up. I've seen, have we seen the code just yet? He's posting it right now. Here is the code. Oh, God. I look, what the I look over to our resident uh, word, at word puzzle person. You, honey. And with that, that's where we're ending tonight. What? Ooh, okay. So, I want to thank everybody for watching. We will be back next week with our last episode of this chapter. Um, and then I want to let everybody know that we will be taking a break for actually two weeks because we take a normal break in between chapters. And then the following week is Thanksgiving, so we will be taking that week off as well. Um, so we will be back with our final chapter of Chronicles um, on the 3rd. 26, sorry. On the 26th of November, we will be back for our final chapter before we end for the year and get ready for campaign two. So, as the pages of the Chronicles of the Dam close for now, the echoes of your adventure shall linger in the annals of time. May the tales you've woven inspire dreams and kindle the fires of imagination. Until we meet again, remember that the realms of wonder and mystery await your return. Farewell, brave travelers, until the next chapter unfolds in this ever-changing storybook. Safe journeys, and may destiny's embrace guide you onward. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.